That's no moon. Hello there and welcome to That's No Moon, episode number 13. A special episode because it's, well, it's that number, isn't it? Some people it's good luck, some people it's bad luck. And in our case, it's most definitely good luck based on a recent performance at an event I did. So I'll take that all day long. Today, I'm not um, joined with our usual two, plus an extra one who you may be familiar with if you're in the community in and around the three counties area, but we'll come to him in a minute. Uh, firstly, let's introduce uh, the man at the bottom of my screen who... Um, we need to have an internal discussion, lads. He moonlighted. He didn't tell us as well. And he flit, he's he been flitting on other podcasts, putting his other voice around, telling people what's what, advising them and things, calling me Jay, the cockles version of Jay, all that sort of stuff. Disputing with Lucas, saying that Lucas has been on, Lucas Eustick's been on the show, but not been on the show. How dare you? We've had other German. We had, we had Dennis on. That was who we had. We no, had it Dennis. Wasn't, it wasn't. Yeah. It was Dr. Uh, Evan no. Paul. Yeah, but he's... He's American. Luke, <laughs> Lucas is in Germany, and we had Dennis from Germany. So you were however many times wrong if you want to. So there we go. Yeah, but I'd the like fact to that, put the fact my, that Luke... uh, go on. Go on. I was going to put my little yeah. caveat out there that I was uh, five pints deep by the time we did that rec- recording. So, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. uh, and the fact that the, the one thing that came out of that conversation is the fact that Lucas said I was number one in his heart. Maybe, maybe feel the feels so that was good so cheers lucas um the man you heard there was aj because they call you aj on the show on that show so <laughs> i was like I- i'm gonna call you Webfeet terrell how are you yeah i'm good thanks <laughs> even better now you've made me laugh there you go that's what i'm here to do i don't know much about what well, i do know much about legion but i'd i'd main I, I'm here for the laughs for you. Next up is the person who beat me when he had Blizzard Force and uh, was very smug about it, but I realised after he had Blizzard Force, so it's an automatic cheat. He's Ollie Dyer. The thing is, mate, you'd lost that game by like turn two. Don't say hello or anything like that. No. Oh no, 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 no need to say hello. I'm, I'm, I'm diving in at you first. Okay, All right. <laughs> go on then. Coming come hard at me. No, uh, it was it was a good game against you, but you decided to just not engage me. Which, yeah, is, which, is, which, is, which is absolutely fine. So it's fine. Um, plus, 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 we all make mistakes. Plus, as as all the Americans think wrongly, I'm on the uh, I'm on the worse version of Blizzard. Ah, so, yes, you're in the church. You're in the church of Commander Vader. The church of uh, our Lord and Savior, Commander <laughs> Vader. And uh, hello, listeners. See, wrong way uh, around. There we go. Uh, right, we're going to play a little game. Our third guest. I'm going to give you two facts, one truth. Uh, first off is. Did you just say uh, two facts, one sorry. truth? Yeah, two, sorry, two, two, two fiction, two, fi- two fiction. Sorry, two lies, one truth, and you can you, you can guess who what 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 might be. Um, the first one is that he played against Theo Walcott at schoolboy level football and saved two penalties from him despite losing twelve uh, three. The next one is uh, he played the understudy to Oliver at the West End at the Palladium, uh, only featuring a handful of times as the real deal. And the third one is he scored for Britain in an international ice hockey match. So Do we get to take bets on which one's true. Yeah, the idea is so uh, Andy, you're going to tell me which one you think it is. Well, judging by the camera angle, he definitely didn't play football. Um, so I mean, I'll just put that. So I'm just going to point out the age. So the age of this man, he is in his mid 30s now. At schoolboy, you're not in your mid 30s. I mean, uh, even Ollie and me at one point in our lives were schoolboys and. We don't look like we didn't look like what we do now. 
I just imagine you just like smaller, slightly smaller bodies, which is hard to also imagine with just the same size heads. I mean, cock- cockles at school just look like a hutlet. <laughs> I was, I was a Jawa. I'm going to go for um, ice hockey. Okay, you're going for ice hockey, Ollie. Yeah, it, it's ice hockey. It has to be like you. I've seen you go skiing, so man loves his ice. Yep. Well, the name, the man, the mystery is Tom Smith, hailing from High Wycombe, uh, which is a, a mere an hour a bit from Northampton where Ollie Ollie hails. Um so Tom Smith, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks mate. Um first off it's snowboarding, not skiing, because that's a big big difference there. But yeah, I'm good man. Right. Does that mean that Ollie, do you want to change your answer in case uh no. Okay. <laughs> um, well we're not, we're not going to reveal the answer in this this episode. We're going to leave everyone hanging until the end of the episode and then maybe we'll figure it out from there. Who knows? Uh, Tom, Tom, um, tell us a little bit about yourself because, well, I mean, people know who we are. We, I'm, in, I'm a Muppet who plays uh, with clones and rebels and stuff and Ollie's a Muppet who plays with Blizzard Force and AJ's a Webfoot Muppet who plays with uh, Dark Troopers. Um, yeah, well, I play... Uh, well, at one point I've played every faction. Um, I, I played... Uh, I, I mainly play Shadow Collective, Rebels and Imperials now. Um as people in the Discord have seen, I make some pretty bad lists, but they're pretty fun. Um, what listeners can't see is both <laughs> Andy vigorously shaking his head up and down and agreeing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, been been to some some majors. Never done amazingly well. Uh, did oh, all right at London That's last time. All the cool people don't do well at majors. It's cool. <laughs> it's fine. Well, yeah, I can't... We bring people onto the podcast to make you better, and then you're, oh. we're going to take you to a major, and you're going to uh, top eight. Yep, appreciate appreciate it, man. Well, I mean, I went to went to LGT, and and you beat me on one of the bottom tables. We were, I think, we were two and one, something like that. Um, yep. I played Ollie, and I nearly tabled him once. Um, and I was playing uh, playing Callus. Just got to throw that out there. Um, and I've never never played against Cockles, so I've got a good ratio at the moment. Time will eventually make that change and all that jazz. But yeah, so so Tom is on the show, and uh, yeah, and we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, well, that's the intro. Uh, first off, uh, let's say a big thank thank you to our patron supporters, of which you are one, Tom. You are one. So yeah, man, thank you. One. Thank you. You you were there. Yeah, you were there very quickly. You weren't the first, so unlucky. Uh, the, f- the first was uh, Mr. Haslam. Matt Haslam, yeah. The first, he was the first. He was the first, and yeah, I mean, and, and first of many. So uh, here we go. Uh, Tom O's, Justin Rees, Jack. Uh, so Justin Reed, sorry, not Reese. Just uh, Tom O's, Justin Reed, Jack Smith, Chris Smith, uh, Jack Britton, sorry, Chris Smith, Rene Skoll, Christoph Trojanowski, because I can pronounce that name now. Jeff Porritt, uh, Nav, Steve Bolton, Prometheus uh, from Australia, Andy Fern. Chris Reese, Rob Tyson, Tom Curtis, Bill Grant, Tom Zorowski, Dave Grant, John Hall, or Jonathan, in case you don't like John. Uh, Evan Paul, Jason, Jonathan Dunn, Andreas Killy, Tony Fox, Carl Hewitt, and Mike Reese, Seb Vegar, Rich College, Tom Smith, Rickle, Stu, Reese Griffin, Steve Pryor, and Matthew of Haslam. You're all heroes, and thank you very much for being beautiful patron members. Um, and I even called you there in there, Tom, even though you are in, in this in this here. So thank you. I did appreciate the double shout out. It's it's fine. I mean, I feel like people might get to hear more of you as time goes on now, though. 
It's uh, it says that. Uh, if you're interested in um, becoming a patron supporter, you can go to that's no moon. Uh, sorry, patreon.com forward slash that's no moon, um, where you will receive rewards and all this sorts of jazz, and you get invites to our Discord. You can get cheap, cheap tickets, cheaper tickets to events that we run. Pal, news on that later, and um, and you can submit lists which we can talk about on the show. More on that later, uh, and you'll get to see other things and talk about where Ollie lives in Northampton, submit ideas on that one. Um, no one's guessed yet. No one's guessed. Uh, it's disappointing. It's um, Tom's dream to find out exactly where, though. I mean, I've been it, giving it a good go. I'm pretty sure the reason that the curtain's closed on the cast is so that I can't pinpoint his location. <laughs> <laughs> I've got visions of you eagerly scanning like screenshots of the background of his house, just to, like where he is at the moment, just to see if there's like an address or an absent, uh, like absently-minded left letter with an address on or something like that. Don't turn around, Ollie. He might see it. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, no, no, no. There's not. Um, it's just my, uh, just my all my trophies behind me. That's. Oh. I can't oh. see them, mate. I can't see any. Ah, you see them because you're, really it's because you're, it's because you're not good enough to see them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can only see them if you finish top four now on an event. Yep. Yeah, uh, uh, oh, I right. can see them now. Nothing to brag about, Cockles. You took a medalist. As you, keep, as you keep telling me, oh, oh, how the turntables, Do you, know, you, dis- it, you disgust me. <laughs> it was a list designed to do one thing, and it did the one thing against the two lists it came up about, but we'll talk about that as we come up to, because the next topic uh, is why Tom's really here. Um, some of you who are patron supporters were spoiled this uh, last week, and we sort of said, look, some things are happening. There's a little bit that we've, we've, we've started something, uh, and a little project that's been a few weeks in the making, and uh we we as a group are really excited to allow tom to tell us exactly what it is so tom why are you here and what have you been doing the past few weeks um uh, well i had a call from call from you uh maybe six weeks ago something like that um saying that you wanted to do a video element to the podcast um so doing battle reports things like that um so you said that you wanted something a bit more like match of the day so like more easily digestible bite-sized kind of battle reports um so yeah you asked me to get involved um which i'm pretty excited about i think that's probably because i wanted to start doing some streaming anyway so i had all the gear (laughs) um so we've been over the last few weeks putting together some battle reports um at the moment they're a lot they're they're more condensed than a full two-hour video um and just tried to make it a bit more, like I say, easily digestible. Um, I've also added um, some some helpful videos for newer players, like how to set up a table, how to like why you take force push on your Jedi's. I'm going to make one on the best way to use infiltrate things like that. Um, and we're also going to try and do more streaming, uh, which I'm really excited about. Um, so yes, that's no moon. It's going visual. Now, when I say visual, you won't get to see our lovely faces. You'll be hearing more Tom's voice in the videos and things, uh, with us potentially going. I say us, as in myself, Ollie, and Andy. Uh, as time goes on, we will probably make a little contribution to the videos. But uh, uh, Tom's been working hard, and I mean, really, uh, what we we've seen the, the videos that he's made in the background that are some ready to go. So we've got a little bank of videos ready to go, that sort of stuff. Um, and the get, they're just really cool, and they're. The reason we've done it in such that, that as Tom said, we've done it in such a way that I, we envisage envisage that 
it would be more digestible for rather than watching whole battle reports that last because a game of Legion could last two plus hours or sometimes an hour depending on who you're playing and what's going on but standard two and a half hours type thing can't watch a battle report in two and a half hours unless you're falling to sleep so short 20 to 40 minutes depending on the battle perfect bite-sized thing something you can watch at lunch something you can have in the evening something you can stick on when the other half is just watching some rubbish on whatever they're watching or on your phone when you're out and about absolutely it would easily digestible that's the battle reports but added to that we've got we're going to get in painters so if you're a painter or you're a hobbyist we want to hear from you so that tom can talk to you and or we can talk to you about your paint schemes uh your how you how you're able to blend colors and how what your visions are for certain things so when what inspires you when you're doing your painting uh, tips you'd offer for people for from yourself so uh i know we've already got the the what andy you andy not you'll be able to tell me exactly what he won but killian young is going to be on the show at some point um he won the legion painting awards or did he come second and first or first and first and second what? he got he got uh, lots he got a, he get a hat trick of awards. Uh, yeah it's a hat trick i think he got best painted mini overall like second best vehicle and nominated for something else it's like he got yeah. a first a second and a nominated like yeah. so no he one got else that. has ever had that he got a hat trick of mentions and having played against his droids in germany uh he like uh, i mean his his painting is his hobbying is second uh, it's brilliant it's, it's superb i when I hit to put some vision on his stat, he painted some stats, and what he's got the stats on the stands and all this sort of jazz. But what he's done is he's made obviously stat. He's made, he's modelled his army Geonosis style, but he's made like either through resin or something. You know, little like the, the little hill hillets or little pointy hills and things. They're on his bases, like all on on, on all the bases for it. On the stat, on, on the stats, it looks amazing. Stats are painted really well. The shading is anything. Something I can't do unless I've got well after until I get the practice. But it's brilliant. So, if you're a painter, and I know there's others in this in the UK like that. So, like for example, like uh, Ollie, you help me. Who won painting awards at, at, at Element? Well, there's lots of people, but I think Justin won a couple. Justin Reed won a couple, didn't he? Or who's? Oh, he. Oh, he went. He. Ha- I know he has won in the past. I think he won some stuff. If, if I'm honest, I kind of switch after in painting awards. <laughs> Uh, why is that mate yeah, you asked the wrong person yeah yeah that's <laughs> but, 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 yeah, no, yeah that's fair but, but yeah but, like Justin Reed's got his um, T47s it's, you can, he's made the stand a freaking tree and you just look and, and they're on an angle and they're really cool and I just I've got so much time for that so we'll be showing that uh, this same, same goes for terrain and then you mentioned about the shorts so mm-hmm. why you take force push how is best to infiltrate the, uh, uh, ones like how to capitalise on using bounty Little rule things that can help you improve your games in general, and then you get to see a tangible use of said rule, rather than waiting to see it in a game and someone going, "That's how it's done," and then they've done it to you. If that makes sense. Um, Trying to stop then, those feel bad moments. Yeah, no gotcha to, to remove the gotchas of the world and all that jazz. Um, so that's where that's what's going to be happening, and they will be published. Those videos will be published on the off week that we aren't when the, when the show's not published. A video will go out. However, this week, you're getting a twofer. One will come out towards the end of the week, and another will come out next week, uh, next Tuesday, Wednesday as well. So uh, you're getting more stuff from us. Um, but yeah, anything else to add, Tom? Or have I missed anything? Why don't you pretty much covered it? <laughs> I think we've covered most things. Like um, We've already spoken to a bunch of patrons about uh, getting on uh, and doing battle reports. I know that we've got 
Uh, I've got Ollie next week. So if anybody wants to submit a list that doesn't suck, that isn't going to get tabled by Blizzard Force, feel free to do that in the Discord. Um, <laughs> the first uh, battle report that we're going to put out is one of our new patrons, Tom Odes. Um, and I'm also playing some lists submitted by uh, patrons. So this week I'm going to play a list that Dave Grant gave me. Um, so it's yeah, it's it's one that I probably wouldn't have come up with myself with a, a bus... Mando, doesn't Grogu, Medic. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. No one no one comes up with lists that Dave comes up with. Him and Azure have just got that thing going on where they can think of things themselves. What was the one he popped up with the other day or earlier on today? Double bus. Fleet troopers, double, double bus. bus. Multiple fleet troopers. And Ahsoka. And something. Oh, I was mental. The rebel version of Black Suns. Or an attempt, anyway. <laughs> All good. Andy, thoughts? You're looking in your chair, very comfortable. Oh, I'm, I mean, looking forward to it. Um, gives me a certain to watch, and uh, also looking forward to being able to do some battle reports with you. Um, I think the first one I'd like to do is like um, Blizzard Force versus Old Star, uh, Old Rexstar, with the old rules, and just uh, see which one comes out on top. Just as a uh, like two very broken meta lists, and get them on stream and see what happens. I know it's not a matchup that'll happen, but it'd be fun. I don't think I don't think Blizzard is that broken. I think <laughs> you would say that. <laughs> uh, I, I think I, I think I, I think there are elements of it that do need changing, um, but I don't think the the, the core of it um, is an issue. So I think that uh, you know, as as I've said on on several messages, I think that Op Vader either needs removing or going up in points. I think that you know, I could see I could see a, a points increase in emergency transponder, for instance up to five or six points. Um, I could see things like the HRUs going up 10 to 12 points a unit. Stuff like, just just, just stuff like that that could hinder the list's big bid. Um, but, but you know, at that point, you can there are changes you can make and that'll probably make it a little bit more balanced. Without without doing a deep dive... Oh, sorry, go on, Andy. I was going to say, it's a good thing we don't do this on YouTube because uh, I found out Fifth Trooper have uh, YouTube comments, obviously. And uh, there's some really interesting <laughs> comments to read because um, obviously when I, I was on the podcast and I was uh, talking about um, I was playing the devil's advocate and I, I, I put the preface, uh, preface of that on there that I'm deliberately d- uh, defending d- uh, dark troopers and why you shouldn't nerf them as bad as um, he was suggesting. And uh, all the YouTube comments were basically ripping me apart about, oh, he doesn't know what he's on about this, that, and the other. They're not broke. Uh, they're totally broken. And <laughs> so you're lucky, Ollie. Because he's you say, playing devil's advocate before yeah. you say it. It's like, guys, you know, I'm just doing this just because I'm. Well, it was a nice, oh. interesting debate, like um, between us. But um, with Ollie saying that, that Blizzard's not broken, you're just lucky that we don't do YouTube comments, mate. That's, f- <laughs> that's, 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 that's fine, mate. I'll take it. You, you, you already called me on all the names under the sun anyway, so what's what's some internet people throwing shade at me as well? <laughs> just what you want, a randomer going, Oi, you dick! I'll be doing that! <laughs> right, right, again, once again, I have not broken the PC bound once. <laughs> You're in there straight... Literally, before the show, you were there like, mm, well, we're PC, PC rated, no, family-friendly. Well, well, PG, and it's fine. And I, 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 there are, I, I If you want to see think examples of things that are going up to like getting a 12 rating, look up a video with Dominic Monaghan and... 
uh, Billy Boyd talking about swear words. They could have put in Lord of the Rings. It's brilliant because you you're allowed like one. I think you're allowed two swear words, and then they sit there and put, think where they could put it in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and it's brilliant. I recommend it because it's just a bit of fun, and it's only about a minute and a half. Um, yeah, that is a fun so, game to play anyway. Where would you drop the f bomb in the movies? That's the that's the, yeah. the PG rating, isn't it? I have a bad flipping feeling about this. <laughs> That's a game to play. One do that for Star Wars, but yeah. Anyway, anyway. Um, so yeah, we uh, as the, we as that's no moon are happy, honoured, and pleasured uh, to. What's the word? Yeah, pleasured. Not like that. To uh, it brings us great pleasure. <laughs> it brings us great pleasure to bring you video content. Um, we look forward to hearing feedback as well from that as well, uh, like that. Uh, constructive criticism is always welcome, but if you're mean and horrible, expect mean and horrible back, and that's when Ollie will reply. Yeah, that's that, that's that's absolutely fair and reasonable. <laughs> well, I'm going to caveat it with the, like we've obviously started with the with the um, the concept, and they are progressively getting better every week. So I, I wanted to keep in the first ones that we did because they were good games and there was good like teaching examples in them but they are getting better and we will take on any feedback that you have as well and equally part of the patriot being a patreon supporter you can apply and say hey i'd like to play a game i'd like to have it streamed i'd like to have it about report at which point we will we can look at calendars and dates and you can play against it'll probably be tom because tom's got the equipment uh, but yep. if, if if there's the opportunity to play ollie himself or whatever or tom whoever will look at diaries and make things happen um diaries do get busy uh for those of us who have families and or events that we run isn't that right ollie and aj yeah. it, absolutely, it, it absolutely is it is uh more on that later the next up in our content of creativity and wonderfulness is element uh two weekends ago uh which was at the beginning of may this uh, weekend of the sixth both Ollie and I took part in a two-day event run by Sam Page uh, uh, at Element Games in Stockport. First thing, Sam, great, great, great host. Put a lot of effort into the into the running, and sorry, I had a bad chest then. Uh, put a lot of effort into the, into, the, into all. Uh, what what I personally loved as a little touch was uh, the two TVs I had playing Star Wars movies all weekend. Absolutely loved it, uh, and it, it it just made it fun. Um, Everyone I played against was an absolute ledge. Um, I finally got to play uh, some. I got to play people who I'd never met before, which was fun. Um, it may, which makes a big difference. I always find if you meet, when you meet new people, it's always fun. Um, uh, and I also got to meet Jeff Porritt, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the man who makes the calendar, the man who makes us uh, keep keep on track of events. And I got to play him, um, him with Andy's list. I should point out. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, I got to play Ollie. That was not fun. Um, if you were interested. If you were going to stream a game, that was the one not to stream. For just as a neutral, I think that was probably the most boring game of Legion. And the fact that we had two people watching probably didn't help. But there we go. So, um, go Ollie, on. I was going to say, consider which one was worse: the last time me and you played at Element, which was a boring game, or the this one against uh, Cockles. Well, it's you that's taught me to play like that. <laughs> which, is, which, which, which is the uh, it's your fault yeah which is which is like the defining feature i mean like, like you and i have got a very very even win loss record but like of course i've learned stuff from you as of uh i mean it's your store where i kind of came up through and started going to like the bigger events so yeah it was just a case of just going right well if i just sit here um then then i'm fine 
um, because either either you've so it, it came to a point where there was a there was a there was a good place for Vader to hide near the middle of the table. Um, and for anybody who doesn't know, Vader on turn six of key positions on eight wounds remaining is nigh impossible to beat. Uh, he, it, it's 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 just like you you have to get rid of Vader beforehand, or um, you have to because you know I think I think I worked out Vader can remove five units from that center objective uh, on the implacable turn six, which 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 just makes him absolutely tanky. Um, it's, it's not tanky; it's just the the victory point swing, like as you say, like. Force pushing two units, uh, potentially choking a third unit, killing two units, and scoring a point himself. That's a six point swing over a whole turn. Yeah, which is which is unreal, and it's why it's why I think I mean it's specifically Commander Vader because you can generally sometimes there there isn't always that line of sight blocker in the middle, but that's why having burst of speed um, for that turn six makes it quite good because um, it just gets you that extra bit of movement from a little bit further away, sort of keep them a little bit more protected. But yeah, I think you, you did what clone players should do, which is ball up um, and try and wait for me to come to you. But in that instance... I mean, we'll pause on it. We'll come to it. We'll come to it in a bit. Because <laughs> we're going to go... Let's, let's tell the story as it should be, because it's a glorious story for me. Uh, so, as I've said before, I'm not a person who takes quote-unquote metalists, and the meta at the moment is Dark Troopers, Blizzard Force, and if you're playing clones, it's probably Anakin with some form of saber throw and doing things. And that's, for, for Republic, that's pretty much the only good list that you can take at the moment, because Wookiees, Wookiees aren't as good at the moment. Yoda is good, but he needs backup, and the backup that he has to try and take out other stuff is not quite there, so it's Anakin and a couple of barks. So my list was Anakin, with saber throw, force push, which, by the way, never used all game, never never used over two weekends because he was too busy doing other things. Uh, Anakin saber throw, force push, into the fray, and up close and personal, so I get the dodge from the from the attack for range two. Uh, with four squads of clones, each with an RPS, two naked barks, Padme Amidala with nothing, and a clone commander with nothing. So the theory, the 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 the, the reason that list is built that way is specifically to deal with. Dark troopers and dark and did it deal with them? Hell yeah, it did, and more on that a bit. Ollie, you are running your classic Blizzard Force. We won't go through it a lot because we've talked about it pretty much every episode, I think. But you've got Commander Vader. Just, just, just so everyone knows, it's Commander Vader. Blizzard yeah, it's Force. it's it's Commander Vader with with like force push burst of speeds choke. Uh, then it's like two HRUs with the rockets and DLTs, four bikes, transponders, two snows and medical droids, and uh, concussion grenades. So when, I said we weren't, when I said we weren't going to talk about it, but okay, fine. Yes, well, just, no, no. <laughs> you, said, you said we weren't going to delve into it. No, yeah, oh yeah, it's true, yeah. Um, so I, I was, so I was running something I'd never run before, um, but I've run clones, so it's not a big deal for me. It was just playing Anakin versus Obi Wan or Yoda is two, they're different ball games. So um, my first game was against a bloke called Ash, who was running a droid list, um, and he was running. Um, uh, yeah, he was running. He was running a droid list, which um, I'll pop up in a second. I won't go hugely into it. I'll just try and like, skim it. It was basically Dooku. Yeah, it was a Dooku mall list with two B twos with stuff, B ones, two B ones with stuff, and a magnet guard. Uh, we were playing um, on um, something. We were playing a game as we were, uh, and basically, it it, it was um, a case of me just thinking which one do I want to deal with. 
and which one's going to confront me? And I basically ignored Maul because Maul went, it was recovered supplies. Um, the bombing one, excuse me. It, we, he went round with Maul and had, had two bombs and just I ignored him while Dooku came at me and I just basically focused fire into Maul. Um, I killed 577 of his he, and he killed two barks uh, of mine and I won 4-2 because his, he didn't have anything that could really deal, drop the bombs. His Dooku had one of the bombs. I killed Dooku, snatched it off him, ran it and ran it back and dropped it and bombed it, bombed the hell out of him, uh, which was there. And that was on bombing run major offensive forty five positions. Um, really nice bloke. Um, I think he's sort of fairly. I wouldn't say newish to the hobby, but he had some really cool droids and things. So he didn't play for a little while, um, but he, he was yeah, it's good fun, good fun game, good opener, that sort of stuff. Didn't I think what didn't help him is I was properly fully awake because I'd been awake since five o'clock in the morning, having driven from Newcastle to get there. So that worked out in my favour. Uh, I'm, 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 the, the only thing, the only thing about that guy's list is I'm confused as to why bombing run was in his deck. Uh, yeah, uh, so am I a little bit, but I think that's because he just was like he didn't want the others, um, and I can't remember what the other others were in his deck. Uh, so it's just it just was what it is. But I think I managed to force it on him uh, as well. So I definitely just went. I don't care what else it is. I'm having that one, and just basically flipped those two over and forced bombing run on him. Um, and yeah. And he, he took 45 positions. Um, and the terrain had a big sort of gap in the middle um, for make, made it easy for stuff and things like that. So he was able to have some nice shooting lanes and stuff like that. But as, as I basically kept everything together, clone ball, Padme hidden, clone commander hidden, bolstering, tokening, all that jazz. Uh, and then just when something came into range, just like, all right, I'll have a saber throw, lots of dice, lots of hits, try and save that. Didn't work out for him, that sort of thing. Um so that was game one, and I went one up. Ollie, what did you? What happened for you? You were uh, playing. You were playing Tony Bushel. Sorry, mate, my my screen's just gone black. Um, well, I'll, I'll remind you, you were playing Tony Bushel, just because I have it right now because I'm doing it. Uh, you were playing Hostage Exchange. You won two nil on hemmed in in clear conditions. You killed four hundred ninety one. He killed one hundred forty eight. Uh, yeah, there you go. Can you remember um, any more? Uh, can can you can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Oh yeah. Um... Yeah, sorry, I've no idea what's going on with this with this computer. The, the whole screen's just gone black. Um, yeah. Oh, we can hear you, but if you can remember the game, that, that helps. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, so it was... Um, I'm not sure the, the chap had played against Blizzard before. Yeah, that would do it. Uh, and, you know, it's... It's it's a case of when when you're coming across lists like that. Uh, he was quite aggressive with his dark troopers, um, bringing them visibly into range four of my HH12 squads um, on like turn two before they'd activated, uh, which then just gave me ease of access over to shooting them. Um, so the dark troopers went down in a turn. Um, the I mean, death troopers are really hard to shift. Three squads of them are very very hard to shift. Completely agree because I played someone with three death troopers in a later game. But so yeah, uh, I mean it was uh, as 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 again. So obviously I'm on limited amounts of PS in my list. Uh, it's pretty. It's only Vader that's got any PS for me. So I have to rely on just volume of fire to take down death troopers, which is which is not fun. I mean I must have put I must have put a lot of shots, maybe four or five units worth of shots into a squad in the first turn, and still not still not finish the squad off. But you managed to pull back the win on a hostage exchange. To, so you managed to get both. But I assume you managed to kill his hostage carrier and get yours into your deployment zone, and that made it work for you. I assume yeah. that's how you won 2-0. There you go. 
yeah. Cool. So it was, it was it was a case of so uh, I think uh, so uh, I I, ver- I vary how I play depending on um, list and stuff. So with Com- with Commander Vader being very very good at hostage exchange, in fact, I would say he's possibly the best unit at hostage exchange in the game. Um, it's a case of I either go after their hostage. And I'll do stuff like pop burst to speed, Vader's might their hostage back, then force push them back, and then burst to speed back into them, um, so that my Vader's still very near to my lines in cover or place wherever I need them to be, and their hostage is much closer to the my lines than they started with. So I have I, I wonder if Yoda might be better. However, I think now you said that you've made reminded me about Vader's might one. So yeah, the, 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 the Vader's might pips it. I think. Yeah. Uh, like Yoda is really, really good. Um, you know, I had when Johannes played me at UK Games Expo. Expo found out what uh, what Yoda does on hostage, but um, I think Vader is offensively better yeah, um, for yes. hostage. Um, moving on to round two, you then played. Uh, I'll keep it on to you, says you there. You then played Lou, who went on to finish third, pipping me by kill points alone. Uh, he killed. 74 of you, and you killed 319 of him. You were playing key positions, major offensive, clear conditions, and you won 3-0. Uh, yeah, this, this, is another, this is another Vader turn six um, um, on, on KP. Uh, I played it slightly differently so that Vader bursted on turn five um, with Implacable. So, that, so I landed my Vader onto his kit KP, um, and that meant that the following turn, his Vader couldn't force push me off it. Um, so yeah, because uh, once you've used burst of speed, it reduces my speed to zero. In which case, I can't even be force pushed off. So he's looking after that point, and then it allows me to just stop his Vader from going anywhere, um, because his Vader either has to disengage or fight me. And if he disengages, I pull him back in, so he has to just stay and fight me. Um, fight me! Fight me! So, uh, he was on a, so he was Blizzard Force as well. Uh, ATST, Op Vader, Maggie, um, plus uh, some of the, some of the units in there as well. So uh, it was a case of uh, I hid my entire army from the ATST for sort of three or four turns. Uh, he then made a push with his ATST. I dropped it in a turn uh, and then pushed onto the middle and his objective. Cool, cool. Uh, so that's that one. Uh, my I then played uh, Lee Blacker, who was also playing droids. Um, I killed four seventy four. I want this basically this was this was breakthrough, major offensive, clear conditions. Um, he was a, he was a droid list again with uh, a diverse unit of droids. Uh, I'll, the lists are up. I'll, I'll highlight lists uh, in a Facebook post later. Uh, he was a diverse unit of droids. He had Cad Bane. Uh, I think yeah, can you have Cad Bane? A droidica. Sorry, respect. Um, B couple of B two uh, couple of B twos and a snail tank and all that jazz. Uh, he killed four. Uh, he killed zero. I killed four seven four. It was breakthrough major offensive on clear conditions. The basically, I used um, the piece of terrain that was in the middle of the middle of the board as a as a line of sight blocker, and I basically swung my army round as he was coming around. But what made it interesting for what made what I did was uh, I put two barks facing um, across the board lengthways as if I was going to swing them round, um, which made which he counter deployed. I think uh, two units of B twos to deal with them, but in turn one, I then uh, I, they went last, uh, but he'd committed his B twos to come round to try and take some cover, to, thinking the barks would come round. But instead, I just pivoted the barks and moved them straight up the board. So he, I basically rendered two of his units, wouldn't say null and void, but I basically made them a non-factor in the battle by making them go the long way round, thinking he, I was going to come round with the barks. Um, 
Uh, he, I think, or was it three B2s? Either way, he had another squad of B2s on the snail tank, which ran up the middle of the board. He popped them out and they hid behind the line of sight blocker. As I was coming around, they took shots, but I was able to get saber throws on them because they had armor. Uh, so it was armor with a fire support uh, of RPS is impact five, pierce three, rolling seven dice, which is three red, uh, four red, um, five black and a white. One, two, three. Yeah, I'm thinking so. One, two, three. Um, four, one, two, three, four, five, ten, ten dice, excuse me, ten dice, not seven, ten dice, uh, with impact three, uh, impact five, pierce three, uh, which melts anything that's got armor, um, specific, particularly B2s as well. Um, we'll come on to dark troops in game three, but it, 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 it worked out. I was able to get all of my units around without suffering major damage. Um, and he only managed to get three in, uh, that way. It was just unlucky for him on the matchup. I don't think it was. Uh, he the scoring units he had was a the unit one of the units of B twos that swung around uh, the two units of B twos that swung around and the droidica that did the wheelie mode to go around. Um, what did it for him was that he popped out Halley. Uh, he popped out Halley. What am I? Sorry, my daughter's making a noise on the on the on the thingy cam, which is out shot, and I was like, "What's Halley doing?" He popped out Cad Bane. Cad Bane then uh, was in range two because he left him in range two of Anakin because he wanted a shot on Anakin. He shot Anakin. Uh, and did a different action, and I was able to, and then move back, and then I made to, I was able to move Anakin, relentless saber throw with a fire support into Cad Bane and do like six damage, uh, five damage in one shot, and then Plink came with the second unit, and that killed him in one turn. Um, so that just that was just bad luck on on his part, um, and that was even when Cad Bane had done his uh, uncanny luck card and all that jazz. So that was just that was just bad luck, but it happens uh, with white saves. Uh, so that was game two, and then I. And then I was 2-0, and, and I was like, oh, normally I lose one by now. This is strange. And then we went into game three. Um, Tom and Andy, I'm fully aware you haven't said much at the moment. Do you have any questions on how game one or two, ones and twos for me and Andy, me and uh, Ollie so far? Just queries, queer questions? Um, I don't really have any questions, but the the Discord was fully behind you on the Cockles train. Like As soon as you had one victory, everyone was pretty <laughs> stoked. And... Uh, you know, sorry, Ollie, but we were definitely uh, rooting for <laughs> rooting for Cockles to win. Team Ginge at it again. Here we go. Uh, so, someone's got to root for him every now and again, otherwise he gets oh! real sad. <laughs> oh snap! Okay, um, on to game three. Uh, game three was tough, and it literally went down to the last dice roll. I was playing Elliot Kimpton, uh, who was running a single Dark Trooper list, triple deaths, remnant style stuff. So. First, Imperial Remnant. I haven't got so much of an issue with de- with Dark Troopers as I do with them getting free aims because they're in Imperial Remnant. So Dark Troopers that get double aim, so you get the aim from being independent and then they take an aim action and then shoot. Dark- getting that double aim is sickening. I don't think it's necessary. So I would... If that was my suggestion, is if it, Dark Troopers in Remnant should not receive Independent. That is, uh, that's probably an errata I would make. And I, Andy, seeing as you play it, I just wonder if you think that is no. But no, I'm not nerfing nope. Death Troopers. I'm nope. making a. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not nerfing nerfing Death Troopers in that. I'm basically you making are. it a probably a, how. Because uh, pretty really double activating. Well, you're taking away their yeah. aim. <laughs> you're taking away their aim, which is free, and, which, uh, <laughs> which, is, which is free. But you, and I but don't you see have what I mean. Pay five points for it. 
So there's a back, but you see the balance. I'm getting this a balance. You see the balance. Come on, you can't even deny it. you've got. You, yeah, you're they, they, they're not allowed to be near your commander though to receive that. So there is the fact that they can't receive orders. So you're you've got you've got a, a cost and benefit to but it. But they activate twice, so it still doesn't yeah. matter because so they can still move, shoot, and then aim, shoot. So they're still getting double shots off, and with an aim of that, you, or you can still aim, shoot, aim, shoot. Yeah, it's, it's still. For me, that's for me. I think that's probably the best way of solving the, a, a, the dark trooper issue. Just get rid of the independent on dark troopers. Well, but they're not all on remnant, it. though, are they? Like, I feel like with the remnant battle force, the only benefit you get is your dodgy list building and your free tokens. So if you take that away, are you going to retroactively like give them more command cards or something? It's either yeah. that, it's either that, or you just nerfed uh, dark troopers, and I thought that's an easier way of doing it. Personally, there we go. But that was just that's just me. That's just me. Um, so yeah, he had uh, it was single dark troopers, triple death troopers, who basically stayed at range four, recover, shoot, recover, shoot, recover, shoot. Um, bikes, scouts, the usual that sort of stuff, and a commander. Um, it went down to it was uh, what was it? It was hostage exchange, major offensive on war weary. War weary didn't really come into it as a factor because there wasn't a lot of suppression going on. Bar when his death troop was attacked, but then I was lucky enough to get some recovery rolls on, and there was a big line of sight blocker. So it was just a case of staying out of the out of the firing lane, if that makes sense. What the game came down to was me moving Anakin around and getting into a position. It took a while to make sure I could find that position where there was a no cover shot on a saber throw at two death troopers with three red dice and i needed i needed to i needed to not be heavy cover basically i managed to get three hits and so therefore pierce came in and he didn't get the save and that's what won it for me and i won the game on points by force uh, i won for uh killed four six three he's killed four twelve it was a sweaty game it was a great game both of us were like oh my god at the end of it um and yeah, it was two two on hostage exchange. I was never getting his hostage. He was never getting mine. It was literally all going to be about kill points. There was no, there was no other way that could have been done um, because of the way that the, the way the terrain was on that table. But that is just the way it is. Um, and so I went ended down three and zero, which was which is unheard of for me. But there we go. Um, it was a great guy. I really liked playing that guy that game. Uh, it was it was sweaty, and we both came away for it, going, "Oh Jesus!" But that's the way it is. Uh, Ollie, you played Fraser. Um, yep. Go for it. On game three, uh, hostage exchange uh, oh. against Anakin. It was five of first Anakin arc, uh, arc troopers and barks, arcs and barks. I think that's five of first. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, so uh, he made the really odd decision um, on turn one to fire support with his hostage carrier um yeah uh and i kind of i kind of looked at it and i was like oh oh okay <laughs> sure that's a that's a that's a choice um uh, yeah and it just um it, it it set him so far behind because on turn two vader was ridiculously close um so you know i don't even have to pop my burst of speed because vader just Vader just cruises in and standbys, and um, he didn't have force push on Anakin, so Vader is safely in there. And there's a uh, there's uh, there's nothing he could have done on that uh, on that front. But no, uh, other than that, really, really good, really, really good game. Um, I think it came it came pretty close to a table in, but 
Yeah, I think it was 4-0 on hostage exchange because I had his hostage and my hostage in my deployment by the end of it. But really, really fun player to play against. Just um, It was that one that one weird choice at the start of the game which made it um, a, lot, a lot more in my favour. It has been brought to my attention that afterwards Fraser admitted to Jeff that he was like, he, he didn't, he should have taken Force Bush. And if you're interested to know why you take Force Bush, we have a video about that coming out uh, at some point soon. And you can hear all about it through That Is No Moon our video stuff. So that was a good shout there. That was that, 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 that I like to think maybe Fraser subconsciously knew about that video, didn't take it and then realized he should take it because we had a video coming about force push. <laughs> I guess well, you saved me he, jumping in there and telling you that. <laughs> well, what can I say? I mean, we did spoil it earlier, but I mean, that's just that, but uh, yeah, he said to Jeff, uh, uh, like afterwards and said that he should have taken, um, force push for reasons and things like that. But it is one of those things. There are, there are arguments to not to use other force powers, but there are not arguments to use that for other force powers over that. So, some, something to note as well, he had a really nice painted army and he had an Ahsoka for his Anakin, um, a really nice 3D printed one. Um, so that, so that, that was fun to see something a little bit uh, a little bit different on the table instead of Anakin's weird, um, weird crouchy man pose like he's in yeah. an anime. That's cool. I had um, actually one, the, when I played Lee Blacker, he had uh, Hondo, um, model uh instead of a t-series which was that which was really cool so that was quite it's like i'm gonna shoot hondo you mean the t-series no it's hondo but it was just cool it was fun um <laughs> i smell profit <laughs> i smell profit uh yes anyway but uh, so that was the end of day one uh both of us three nil we retire back to the hotel one of us in shock the other one thinking oh, it's just another day at the office <laughs> um i fully put it down to the fact that i had about I had to get up at five o'clock in the morning to get out and go. So I had like the awakeness on my side. But um, there we go. On to day two. Uh, Ollie rocks up in and right. he's playing. Quiz, mate. Quiz. We had the winning quiz team. Oh, yeah. We won the quiz. Yeah, but there was a Star Wars quiz, uh, which Sam did with a couple of the few other teams. And um, myself, yeah, we... Ollie, uh, Chris Reese, uh, Alfie Gale, and another and... bloke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alpha Gale and Alfie's Mr. dad and Mr. and Mr. Gale Senior um, were a team and, and we won. Uh, it was all Star Wars questions, which was really cool. Um, and Chris uh, Reese carried us on that Armada round for sure. Yeah, well, there was a, it was involved with so in, in the rounds there were like like Legion and Armada were in there. And me, it was like, Armada question. I'm just going to eat my burger. Thank you very much. No, no idea. A um, couple of excellent questions in there, but I was like, that's about it. Really, that's cool. Um, so yeah, we won the Stars quiz. Oh yeah, uh, and then day two happens. Um, day two, Ollie, your first game is against Tony, and I think is that Tony Fox. It is Tony Fox. Uh, our... So before you say Tony, didn't get a chance to say hello to you because uh, we're all busy. But hello, mate. Uh, didn't so I'll see you. In, I'll see you in a future event. But yeah, uh, hello, bud. Yeah, uh, Tony was on double ATSD Blizzard. Uh, I got matched against every Blizzard player there um, across the course of that. Across the course of that weekend, so uh, yeah, it was blizzards taking out blizzards. So that's uh, at least everyone can be a, a little happier there. Um, but Tony was on double ATST, Maggie, uh, three bikes, and some snows. Yeah, three snows, I think it was. Uh, we were on bombing run, battle lines, and I can't remember what the. Uh, I think it might have been clear conditions for the. Um, for the condition, but um, essentially it all boiled down to the fact that 
I sort of hid my units away from the ATSTs and didn't really engage them. Um, so what essentially happened was I managed to kill one of his bomber bikes um, after Vader had swung into his infantry, um, and at which point he could no longer pick up a bomb, and I'd already scored my three. So kind of called it a 3-2 on bombing run um, because he wasn't going to be able to score it. That makes sense. Um any interesting moments on that one, or just was it standard going to have a callback now? That's cool. Anything interesting? No? Not nothing more than that? Or is that it? No, I think that was, I think that was more or less it. Okay. Uh, so day two happens for me, and I'm ending up playing um, Zy Baxter, who at the end of day one was the top droid player. Uh, he was running a droid list. So I played three. I played three droid lists. Hang on. Oh, I, play, I, I basically didn't play anything but droids or, or Empire. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, he played... He had this list. Now, I'll read it out because it's pretty cool and he finished, and I think, and he was the top droid player, I think, there. So, yeah. Um, his list was 789, nine activations. Uh, Kalani with Agtac and Comms Relay. One, two, three, four B1s with the E5S. Three Staps with Link Targeting and a tank with the Oom, which was the Oom pilot, which is the one that passes on, coordinates with Troy Troopers. Um, Hind Shells, Arm Pissing Shells and Link Targeting Array. Um, this was uh, a game decided because of the terrain of the board. It was a beautiful board, but the problem was that it had a big, beefy line of sight blocker in the middle, which, as a red player, was able to capitalise on because we had recovered the supplies, roll out minefield. I didn't didn't, I wasn't bothered about the rollout. The minefield was irrelevant. It did one wound to one of my troops, to one of my troopers, uh, which was saved and killed one B1 unit. That's all they did. They did nothing else. This was decided because of um, the way that the line of sight, the, the way the piece of terrain was, it was in the middle of the board and it was slightly off center. We had to get Sam to come and move it off center, otherwise, the center, center piece would have been right at the top. And then that was the way it was. Um, I basically, it was on. Uh, roll out so I had the right side and I was able to basically keep everything behind line of sight blocker behind the major line of sight blocker and run up to the, the middle objective with with the clones in support of Padme with and the clone command taking dodges and, and bolstering and all that such as so whenever he would try and he could shoot me I would be able to shrug it off quite easily and I and he killed 110 of my which was the two barks and I killed 160 because but when I got the objective in the middle I just legged it away for the further away of the board and we called it after about an hour and 20 minutes because he said I'm not coming to you because if I come to you you'll shoot bits and I said correct I'm not coming to you but you're not coming to me so we'll just call it and we called it three two uh real nice bloke we had a good old chat afterwards we chat about family life and work and all this it's jazz he works in IT I work doing internet stuff, like actually making internet and all that jazz, like with the black box and IT crowd that goes beep, um, all that jazz. Um, but yeah, it was just the way it, it, it didn't, <laughs> because of the way that table was, because the way, it, it, not by pure, by accident, the way the scenario worked out, it didn't work out as a as a fun game as it could have been, but it was just in, in a tournament situation, you play the scenario. If this was more casual, I'm going at him. I'm going there. Screw it. I'm, there's nothing on the line. I'm going at him and I'm having a bit of a laugh trying to kill the tank with Anakin saber throwing stuff. Um, and these B1s and all this jazz. Didn't work out that way. And that's just the way it is. I killed, basically, what I did is kill all his stabs uh, because they were the only thing that were going to come at me with speed. His B1s are too slow and his tank couldn't get around certain bits to get good, excuse me, to get good shots off. So that was the way that game went. Um, 
and that's just the way sometimes games are and specifically the next game as well because Ollie and I were paired against each other um and so yeah so I've only played so Ollie running Blizzard Force I've only played Blizzard Force three times prior to that winning two losing one and god it's just I, I think I'd lost the game in my head but it's before I'd even played because I was in a game, got to stay away from that, don't let them do that, don't let them do that, and I was overthinking it. And I think also because I'd played, because of the relationship we already have, which is which is, which is awesome anyway, but it's just like, because I, it's like, oh, how's Ollie going to play this? He's going to do this, he's going to do it. Really? And it, I just didn't know really what I was going to do. So I decided earlier on, I just thought, right, I'm just going to turtle up, hide behind this big line of sight blocker that is on the table, uh, in my corner, uh, for reference, by the way, it's key positions, major offensive, and war weary. So my so my theory, I'm going right. Uh, let do you know what? I took a picture of the of the flop because this is interesting to talk through the idea of what of the of, the, of how it worked out. I'm just going to crack out and see now. Before you went to the flop, <laughs> Cockles had been texting me, and he oh, was yeah. like, "Oh, um." So last what should advice. I not <laughs> what should I do and what should I not do? <laughs> no, last, minute, no, last minute advice. And I'll freely admit that because again, I'm playing someone who's a very good player. No, sorry, someone who's a brilliant player with Blizzard Force who's had over hundred reps and I've not. So it was like, right, advice. Because two things will happen. Either it'll be a cagey game, which it was, or it'll be a smash I'll get smashed, which is not fun for anyone because Ollie will get Ollie will see me get pissed off and I'm, I'm I just oh, it would just be it would be frustrating. Uh, so I'm just trying to find a picture of the flop on the on the um on my uh, now my important question to you though cockles is did at any point you fire support echo uh the opportunity wasn't the opportunity wasn't there so you, your rps's were never at range four of any of his units to fire support of echo mm, ollie were they i don't think they were no because uh, yours your range four wasn't in range either once that's yeah, it so no yeah no i just um i sat I got I got I got to the point where he would have had to come to my range for first um, to touch his back KP. Yeah. Um, as I just sat there because obviously, um, which, I mean, goggles didn't remember this, but um, HRUs have got unhindered, so I kind of just wander through uh, <laughs> difficult terrain at, at my normal speed. So um, I'm still in range to get to the center point with the HRUs. He has to sit. He has to move into range four of me. Um, so yeah, so uh, basically, he has the advantage in that I've got to move into his kill zone, but not the other way yeah. around. Yeah, oh, no, I mean, and he no, has, in his HRUs, you've got two heavy weapons in your HRUs. Yeah, uh, rockets and DLTs. Right. So, so a, a conversation I had with someone earlier on today from with Jeff because we were talking about our game, which is the last one. He was like, with HRUs, you've got two weapons that fire lots of cool dice. Effectively, cover takes away some of those, like two, minimum two of those dice, regardless. When I've got my rock rockets, I'm throwing at range four. I'm only firing three dice plus echo, maybe the two dice if possible. But let's say I don't use echo for the moment. Those three, unless they're crits, turn to one, like that, and they're probably being they're the fifty fifty chance of being saved. So it's I lose the range battle against HRUs. Well, that's that's why you need the echo shot in there because it gives you in your list. It gives you that range five shot from Echo, so he's safe. The RPS is fire support, so you're rolling five dice. You'll have an aim from a nearby clone to share, so you've got one re-roll, plus the uh, aim from himself for Pierce. And that means you're probably getting three to four dice through after cover. 
because you're, you're you've got sharpshooter one to bring that heavy down to light um that's the only way to get you that early edge over um him in my eyes like on paper i know it never plays out exactly as i describe it because ollie can do loads of stuff to counter that but the only way for you to benefit over that would be to like move your rps squad it as a last activation into range four to then give them a direct order the following turn to get you that little bit of a head start um problem is that's still not even going to get to a uh, a heavy weapon until the second turn of you doing that so at, at, at which point you've got because vader's not getting touched that game like right. he like he is safe so i've got two med bots to sit um and heal back a potential mm-hmm. of four heavy weapons yeah no completely as i say on paper i can sit here and say did you do this did you do this cockles and uh your answer is probably gonna be no every time but so, so i'll give you my i'll give you my tack i was just trying to find the flop on it because it was it's um it's hard uh i'm trying uh, where's where's the did we, did, we didn't even do the flop we just did the table that's annoying oh well i've got i've, I've got i've got pictures of the flop Oh yeah. Oh well, that's me trying to find them, and then yeah, go for it. So, so do the flop and see and, and and reveal that was, and I'll talk through my process while you and you can then see, see if you. Oh, oh your right. Process. Oh no, sorry. No, no, no. Oh, no I've okay. I've only I've only got pictures of um the the chosen mission. Oh, okay, so basically, right. I I remember it. I remember it being: Do I want hostage or do I want uh, key positions? And uh, I remember a mantra of: Don't take a hostage with Vader. So uh, no is the answer. I basically chose um, that, and then it was a pet case of do I want war weary? So it was like no, it was between roll. It was roll out. No, what's it called? Danger close, danger close, or advanced positions were the two to decide in the deployment. Hostage or key positions for the mission, or and it was war weary and something else like fortified or something something irrelevant for the other one and i went for the lesser and i thought i went for the lesser of two evils and kept it at major with key positions because i thought that's, that's if i flip it to yes yeah, so that's how i had to flip to get that so there we go that was what i needed and i thought that's the better chance of me winning than it was danger close and anything else uh, danger close and hostage or danger close and uh whatever it is danger close and key positions so i thought that so i went for the lesser of what i probably could do better at and my tactic was Hide behind line of sight blocker in far corner. You had a matching line of sight blocker in your corner, so you were just going to stay there anyway. And I just decided, right, I'll wait here because I know the bikes are going to cut, pro- are going to come in at some point, and I can just go, okay, fine. Eventually, I just edged out very, very slowly over four turns, but never got into range to shoot anyone. Equally, Ollie's bikes never got, in, never came to me, never came into range three for him to shoot me. That they just basically spun around doing donuts. Eventually, Vader got behind this big pillar, which is like a, if you imagine the terrain piece being a big landing, a landing platform that spans over pretty much a third of the board, but it's very high. So it's just two giant pillars. The key position is underneath the the, 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 the platform itself. Uh, I I was I had mine sorted. He had his one sorted. They put down, and it was just a case of who, how can we get to the middle? And I at the end thought, I'll make a dash for it, and I'll be fine. But I couldn't make a dash for it because of the way the terrain was and alleyways, and I couldn't get things around. And Ollie moved the bike in to screen me off, and I thought, oh, I can't get to it. And now Ollie thought my yellow squad that was in a on a piece of terrain, so I need to speed one out and speed two round. 
Ollie thought they would get that. I didn't think that, so that's why. So I just left them there and fire supported to sh- uh, with Anakin saber throw into the bikes to one shot them off the board to get me into to then have a clear chance of getting in. But then he basically sent Vader in. Now my theory, I, I, I if I did that again, I'd be more aggy because as Ollie said afterwards, I actually have better saving ability with the dodges and the surges than I think I do. But my exper- experience using my red my red dice has taught me that I don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's i don't think it's even necessarily about about that this is that's like the moment that you the moment that you fire support on a kp turn you have lost a unit scoring um and they are only getting one action for that um and i don't but you know i think it was like you know sure you, you probably could have swung in with like just charged in with anakin probably dealt some wounds to the bike um and then still moved you guys in because it's all about getting points on that central objective um so yeah so i you you could have got in with that yellow squad like they had the maneuverability to do it and they were the only squad that would have struggled the rest could have come in from the other side now don't get me wrong the, the game was decided because vader was on eight wounds but see I, I i disagree with you with that because i think the bike base that's on the because it's not a big piece of terrain the bike base screens me out so i don't think i get as many of the troopers in as i do if i don't take the bikes off yeah, but you don't need as many troopers you only need a, a troop a, a unit leader um, to, to be touching, or if you want to be safe against Vader's choke, you want to have two models touching the piece of terrain. But to be fair, you could you already knew you had a single guy left, and that's where Vader's mm. choke and that's where Vader's choke was likely going to be going. Yeah. So, so all you need to do is just sit a single guy there, and they can engage the bikes. You know, they they, they can be touching in base contact with them. Um, can they move? Can they move through the bikes to get onto the terrain? They can't yeah, so move through it, the bikes. Yeah, they can. It's a repulsor. Uh, it's it's only you, I don't think you can move through like droidy cars. Uh, no, they're Mark, ground vehicles. That's Mark, right. Mark Five blaster turrets. Can you move through? Can't move through emplacements. No. Yeah. So bugger. So my own. So for me, mem- remember, I can move through repulsor speeders. Yeah, you can do. Bugger. I thought I couldn't, which is why that was the major reasons to why um, I couldn't have done it. I don't think I would have been able to balance the model there, but because I, 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 in which case I definitely would have been speed one and then speed two through. I yeah, probably might have been able to screen Vader off of the bloody thing as well, but you would have moved and pushed off. Yeah, it's, but, it, uh, potential. It, but I don't know. I'm speculating now. But okay, got just one to remember. Then that's just me remembering to be able. To, I can do that. The, the, the weirdly, the way you screen Vader off is either with a tank or like droidicus. <laughs> Tanks can't sit on. Can't no. They can't just what over a key position to go boom. You can't. Get well, they, it. They, they can't overlap the token. Yeah. Uh, no, they can. Key positions. The to- um you oh, so can it's sit not token, on it's just a terrain piece. Yeah, it? yeah. If the terrain piece is small enough, a vehicle can sit on it and be like, "Yep, now you've got to kill me to score." Oh, so in theory, an AT, an AAT, a bus, mm-hmm. an ATST can just go bump, 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 bang. Yeah, you've got. I'm not moving. Yep, it's very common. Turn six, double move, park it on the middle objective. I thought we'll do you a video to, I thought you weren't allowed to go with that, but there we go. There's one you for can't video. Over, so you can't overlap an objective token, but. A key position just marks uh, the token. In that case, just marks the terrain. Wow! It's complete. So you never actually place an objective token. So therefore, you can overlap. So, so you can't do it on boxes or sabotage. It wouldn't have. It would not have been. I don't think it would have worked. But in theory, then I could have put a bark on that because I think a bark base would have overlapped the ninety-eight percent of that base, that piece of terrain. Yep. And then he's <sighs> just got to build the bark instead. Yeah, which he couldn't. Which he probably would have done because barks aren't the best savers, but it would have been a case he would have been able to force push me off. The base would have wouldn't have overlapped and then I could have just come over and uh, Anakin then could have force pushed him off or something like that as well. That's right. Even, 
you still came fourth, so uh No, that's it. And every every loss is a learning experience. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. But no, I, I my theory was to try and turtle up, stay safe. And, and then be, be slow so I didn't get alpha strike by bikes and plinked away and all this sorts of jazz. But if, if, if you're ever playing me, it's so unlikely you're ever going to get alpha striked by bikes. I generally just do donuts and then move in on like final turns. I'm a really cagey player with Blizzard. Um, Noted. Yeah. There's people, tactics for you. And Tom, you're looking on going, hmm, what am I doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm making notes for next week. Yeah, but if you if you leave your stuff in the open, I'm going to alpha strike you. So. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but most people are just sensible, so I kind of just sit there and go, oh, okay, cool, I'm not going to have to throw my bikes into the gauntlet for no reason. So yeah. what you've got to do is you've got to bait him in to pick off a unit that's in the open, so then they get left out, so then you can kill the bikes in return. I'm hearing misplay some pathfinders, <laughs> then come in. You're, mis- you're misplaying by actually bringing them to the table, so... <laughs> Uh, as long as you bring so, them with their own heavy weapon choice, that that's how you play Pathfinders. So uh, that eliminated me from the final. Uh, I was annoyed at the time, but at the same time, it's kind of like, uh, it's Blizzard Force, it's Ollie, he's got 100 reps. I've had five reps now with that list. Oh, well, it is what it is. Let's see what we get to play. Um, but we'll go to the... Uh, I, so we'll play for the... I didn't mind them do Ollie's you afterwards. I was play, uh, I got to then play uh, Pod Free 2, Jeff Porritt. Uh, uh, who I'd not played against, but I interacted with on Facebook and, and Discord and stuff. Um, real cool guy. He's the guy. If you're in the Facebook group, uh, Star Wars Legion UK events, he's the guy that basically maintains the calendar. Uh, he is the calendar uh, for events and things like that. So if you ever need to know if there's an event going on, talk to him. If you have an event going on, talk to him. If you want to have a nice chat, talk to him. It's all good. Um, he was playing Imperial Remnant. Your list, Andy exactly your list in his words um because yep. his, in his words it's it's it, it's so it's so wrong it's good um uh so we had that and we were playing on key positions having just done it um yeah we're playing key positions may i want to say major offensive i'm just gonna find out where it is now because yeah there we go we were playing key positions rollout that was it war eerie um Spoiler alert, I won. Uh, I won on points. Um, I, I, I had killed, uh, I'd killed 528, he killed 358. The way that game was uh, is that it was on a table that didn't have, didn't have a lot of line of sight blockers, but we said that it had lots of light, light area terrain, but we'd said that anything, had, anything with a rock on it would just call heavy, and then the stuff that didn't have a rock on it would call light. It kind of balanced out quite well because of stuff one thing, stuff the other. I had a downed X-wing, or it looked like an X-wing. Uh, whatever the, the the clone version of an X-wing was, Art One Seventy or something like that. I can't remember. Um, on my side, he had some rock formations on his side, giving him heavy cover. The key position was a rock formation in the middle that edged slightly towards his side. Um, my key position was the downed fighter because it was out of the rollout thing. And he was able to choose anything he wanted because there was no other terrain pieces that were eligible. So he chose one that was effectively just literally real close to his deployment. He'd just leave anything on there, which he did. And he just left a clone. He's uh, left his left, left his Maggie on there, I think. The way this played out was the standard thing for me was to ball up, keep token sharing and carrying on. He had his list, uh, Andy, because it's your list, why don't you tell the, tell the, the listeners at home what your list is? 
Uh, so double dark troopers with the Gatling gun, heavy, and the grenade launcher. Um, so two of them, a shore trooper naked, uh, sorry, shore trooper with the HH-12, storm trooper naked, uh, death troopers with a HH-12 and the config, and then scout troopers naked with a Maggie and two bikes. Okay. Um, so as I said earlier, my list was specifically designed to be a counter to dark troopers. It's, it, it rolls 10 dice, impact 5, with three with piercing 3. Now, Dark Troopers don't roll surges to defend, so it's it's had that it's it's a good chance I'm killing I'm killing at least probably two models in a shot if I average out. The game against Elliot in game three, I rolled ten dice, did seven wounds to his Dark Troopers, and killed near enough the entire squad bar two models. The next two shots were from RPSs that just killed him, killed those Dark Troopers. That was that was a big win, and that swung the game my favour because. Uh, other than the fact they had three death troopers, and that was for it. that was against Elliot. Jeff's got two of them, so I had to be real cagey in that I couldn't, I didn't want to push up too quickly, and equal, because I knew he was going to plod quite literally towards me with his uh, dark troopers, and he did. I made the mistake of putting the barks and thinking, I know what I'll do. I'll swing around with the barks on a flank and take out weak units like naked eight, naked, naked storms and or potentially Mackie. When I did, he was able to bring dark troopers a bit close to them and take shots of them in and killed kill one of them by turn two and damage one by turn and down, severely damage one by turn three. The other one that I saved, I basically swung back around towards my lines and uh, kept it alive just so I still had the activations. That was a mistake. If I do that, if I play that game again, I hold them back and be more cagey and use them as more pl- to counter the bikes that come in from him. And just shoot those. I know I won't do a lot of damage, but it does some damage, which then eventually reduces the bike down from running double fire triple rainbow to single rainbow. As time goes on, I'm bringing the clone ball ever so slightly closer, keeping them in cover. But by the time they're in the in my cover, and I'm able to get range three shots onto him before he's able to get into what uh, while he's able to move his dark troopers forward, his dark troopers get um, a bit too close, and I'm able to get saber throw shots on them from moving Anakin up and again saber throws on uh anakin eventually dies in that game having moved up double move into a unit of uh scouts kills uh, uh darks kills them he moves the scout sit sorry moves into the, the death troopers to but with all the with he has one unit of death troopers, dark troopers left with two models the other one's gone a double move anakin into the death troopers get a swing on him, kill a couple models. He moves his scout troopers into Anakin, um, punches him, does a couple of wounds um, because Anakin, for some reason, didn't want to save. Um, I do a wound back because I did save one, so it kills one scout trooper back. Next turn, in the end of the, towards the end of the game, I kill the death troopers. Uh, I, kill, I kill the dark, uh, the scouts. I can't remember which way around it was now. I kill one of the units, the other one kills Anakin in combat because of the way, that's just the way it was. Um, but by then I'd managed to whittle down his army to a point where it was hard for him to effectively counterattack. Uh, I managed to whittle down his bikes and I still had plenty of clones left and, and Padme doing token sharing stuff. What it came down to was he tried to suppress me with uh, when I was on objective with the bike coming over, but he'd forgotten that I had one more unit of clones to come over to, to, out, to get an objective to make it 1-1 one, one, and I just won on points. Um, I did ask him for his thoughts because let's have a bit of balance. 
uh, and he sent me a little message on Discord and we had a little chat earlier on. Uh, he said, happy to have a chat. Firstly, he says the terrain wasn't great. Uh, he had the heavy cover on uh, heavy cover on my end, as in my end, so heavy cover on your end, light on mine, and zero LOS blockers. But there was echoes and other incredible saves. So Echo did make a lot of saves, funny enough, um, just the way it was. His plan was to go in hard on a couple of units, whittle down, withdraw, and win the gunfight. But this relied too much on the, uh, on the vagaries of dice variants. In hindsight, he thinks he should have focused on the mission more rather than trying to kill quickly. First off, when my Barts came in and the bikes, I should have uh, gone hard right away from climbing ball and f- firing the Barks. I agree, should have, but he killed one and I just ran away with the other one. My counter to that is, had I played play this game again, I don't do that. Uh, and it would have put him... Uh, secondly, the Imperial IDTs. Is that my Dark Troopers or, or Death Troopers? But yeah, uh, IDTs should have stayed outside of uh, range four of your units. I'll take Echo, plinking them from range five. At range four, I think my DTs can outshoot your... This, sorry, Empire, you've got too many things with DTs, but there we go. Um, I think my Death Troopers can uh, recover fire, recover fire, recover fire every turn because they get the aim free from the independent um, because they're remnant. Also, I need to get my Shores moved up much faster to countershoot the other flank. IDTs were right to move down that flank away from Anakin and maybe could have risked one or two lone rocket hits with their power would have been... Uh, and this would have been turn five, turn six. When I rush forwards, there's not a lot shooting at me because I'm moving and I don't fire my rockets because I'm double moving. Um, Anakin's only a threat at range two and an extreme range three with a move-move shot. Uh, but then he'd fire away from the clone ball so he wouldn't be able to share his tokens. Um, so that was his thoughts on that. And I'm inclined to agree, but it's just the way the game went. I did save some, have some great saves with Echo. Um, but if I do that game again, I, I'm probably moving up a bit as qu- quicker than I did so I can get the Death Troopers out um, with the Sabre Throw with with a better fire support platform because that fire support, 10 dice or whatever you're shooting at generally wipes the unit out with the Pierce as well. So that was my that was my thing. Jeff's a great bloke to play. We in- really enjoyed each other's uh, company in the game and uh, I look forward to playing them again uh, if, if possible at, at a future event. But that put me at 5-1. and one. And yeah, and that so that made me finish fourth because I didn't kill enough points compared to Lou, who came third. But then Ollie, let's talk about your final. And you were playing Chris, who was playing. Well, I'll let you talk about that. Over to you. This is your moment. When he when you have your moment, it's always good to not mute your moment. Oh, right, there we go, yeah. Right, so uh, Chris Reese Chris Reese was running a Luke Cook-style list. Um, so it is 12 activations, 7, 9, 8 points. He named it Lying in Wait because he's got no imagination. Um, it's an Imperial officer with Underworld Connections, Boba Fett with Seize Initiative Recon Intel, Bosk with Targeting Scopes, uh, two Storms with HH-12s, two Shores with T-21Bs, two Naked DF-90 Mortars, and three Scout strike t- scout trooper strike teams with the sniper uh command cards whipcord a simple man reptilian rampage making his way in the galaxy Wolver's respect and lying in wait um now chris is a very very good opponent uh he is probably the best scotland has uh, as far as i know he does very very well at their events and he does enjoy making a, a travel down as well i does sound quite english for a scotsman though i've got to say um you know maybe that's just a maybe that's a, a in error but yeah, I think he might be a traitor um, to us and the Scots as well. Um, it's really, really fun game. Uh, we said to each other before the game started that we were going to be as gamey as possible. 
Um, and so for those of you at home who don't know what that means, it's to pull each other up on every minute mistake and detail during the game. Now, when you both agree to do this to try and better yourselves as players, it's quite a fun experience. Um, but when, obviously, if you're if you're doing it against a new player, you probably shouldn't be doing that um, and should be helping people along. But once you get to a certain level, <clears throat> Cockle should be there one day. Um, it'll be a, you know, it's 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 just nice to play in in those kind of settings. So um, there was a it was in a Hoth lo- loading bay um, kind of style table. Um, I was probably quite helpfully saved by uh, a nice line of sight blocker uh, towards the middle of the table. You had the same table I played at Kimpton on. Um, so you had that spaceship on the right, the two arch, the arch either end, and the big line of sights uh, blocks everywhere. It, it made that yeah. interesting. Well, in although, terms of although, although, options. Well, that, that Millennium Falcon is not a line of sight blocker because there, and this is where the gaminess came into effect, um, because there is a there is a there is a sliver uh, of space underneath that table that you can shoot ah, each other through. So we played it as it was because we both went, we both didn't see it until partway through the game, and also equally went. Let's be fair, you're not going to be shooting at people's feet. So we played like a kind of a realistic thing. But we didn't realise there was a sliver until after we'd seen it. So that yeah. was our... But it, that's just how we played it. So that's how we decided. We'll see well, Andy well, shaking well, his head. Well, one, of, one of the really fun things about that is, though, is that he one of his squads was physically touching that piece of terrain, therefore giving me no cover on the other side of it, even though only their feet could see me. <laughs> And this and this is this is where this is where the gaminess comes in because you're there just like oh yeah no that's that's right but then also if I'm touching it then we're shooting each other through the engines of the Millennium Falcon um, and nobody's getting any cover from it so it's just um it's it's, it's all it's all funny games I mean Bosk being able to scale up those arches was pretty mental um, again hostage exchange um, which it, it you know normally it generally comes down to a bit of a dice roll it's who gets it's who gets whipcord. Uh, and who gets Vader's might roll off on that turn two. Uh, so he whipcorded my hostage. Uh, I then Vader's mighted my hostage behind a line of sight blocker to try and save them, because um, that's the only way you can move immobilized guys. Um, and yeah, it literally just came down to a bit of a, a, a slugfest between Vader and Boba, um, but Vader coming out victorious on that one. Uh, he did, however, make nine saves um, off uh, off one attack from Vader. Uh, with impervious, I was sat there looking at him. Okay, that's, that's unreal. That's, that's just that's just not fair. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, I managed to. Uh, my bikes had a couple of lucky rolls, mopping up some snipers. Um, but I did what I didn't do against Luke Cook, which was out, pretty much alpha strike with the bikes um, because it was it was needed, and you can't not do that when you're going up against that layer of gun line. Because if I just sit back and wait, he outranges me. Especially with Bosk getting things out of cover, um, I'd have just they'd have just fell apart. I mean, they fell apart pretty quick anyway, but they managed to take um, all three sniper squads, um, and then I think they took out a unit of Shores and quite possibly um, some Storms as well. Uh, the other Storms were a hostage carrier, so Vader Vader dealt with them. Um, you know, in his in his Vader ways, I'll deal with them. I'm not sure what accent that was, but I never want to hear it again. It's me trying to be like dark and mysterious, but dark. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work. Doesn't somehow, work. somehow, that's worse. Yeah, <laughs> Just... I don't know how you made that worse, mate. <laughs> Say that again. Let, you are, let, let, listen up, damp Vader. <laughs> I mean, doesn't matter. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Uh, but no, yeah. So it came down to, I think. 
it scored three nil to me on uh, on hostage exchange. Um, had the game, I've had a few different dice rolls uh, in various places. It could have gone very, very differently. Um, like I said my my bikes managed to sort of go around a corner uh, and kill two. One unit of bikes killed two units of scouts in one activation um, because I had one unit of scouts in arc and one unit of scouts out of arc. So I got them with pistols, uh, and they managed to managed to get a crit through crit through the cover so you know I, I lived a little bit of magical christmas land but again but the, 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 the two lists that are there are probably two of the 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 sort of hardest lists to play against in the current meta so it's really it's, it's really good to see it um on the table because again when i was playing against luke cook that was the first time i'd come across that style of list um playing games against it so it was nice to to have another go uh, and see how i could uh, how i could change my decisions but Chris has told me now he's uh, now he's lost to me. He knows he can beat me at UK Games Expo. So there's a pint on the line for the winner of that one once again. So that meant that you won the event. And in the stats, that, oh, so it was a 42 player event. So we actually didn't say how many event, how many turns. So 42 player event. Arnie went six nil. Um, with what? Andy, what does EPs mean on game up? Link? Event points. Thank you. What, is, what are event points? It's you get three points for a win, one point for a draw, zero point for a loss. I said uh, okay. it my lips. That was really good. <laughs> Andy, you sound your your Ollie impression is really bloody good. It, it uh, really, it really is. My Andy impression is even better. I can only do it. I, 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 I can only do it. Not my. Uh, so uh, yeah, so uh, you got eighteen event points, uh, two point one seven strength schedule. You defeated two thousand one hundred forty one points and scored sixteen victory points. Uh, I went five and uh, Chris Reese came second, uh, 50, 15, 1.92, 2863, 20 points. Lou, who came third, Lou Whitum, Lou something, Withor, I can't remember his surname, sorry, apologies, Lou. Whitton, Lou. Yeah. There you go, oh, that was a good guess if I remember it then. Uh, Lou um, came third, pipping me on points killed. Uh, so there we go, but um, such is life. Uh, he scored, he basically got 200 points more than me. Uh, no, sorry, 190 odd points more than me. Not doesn't matter. Uh, that was three empire lists in the top three. Then comes the good guys uh, in fourth uh, with uh, the Republic. Uh, that was me. Um, I'm just doing the top eight, by the way. Uh, Elliot Kimpton uh, was empire. He was the guy that played turn three. He was he was running the, the single dark triple death. Then Fraser with Republic uh, four and two. Then Tony at four and two, and then Dave Nolan at four and two uh, as well, um, respectively. The top uh, shadow collective was a bloke called Robert. who came ninth. The top droid list was Zai, eventually came 16th, and top and uh, Dave Nunner was the top rebel. So, all in all, good event. Ollie, your prize, you won a really cool lightsaber, didn't you? I did, mate, yeah. And um, I've since been hiding in dark corners of the house and surprising Karis as she wanders Damn. around. Brilliant. <laughs> just switch, switch, switching on, she's like, oh. <laughs> Is that a lightsaber or are you just pleased to see me kind of thing? Well. <laughs> um, so there's that. Uh, and then, oh, yeah, so it's just, but all in all, really good fun. Um, I broke my duck. Uh, I managed to, I now, I, now, I, I think I legitimately can, can, can say I know what to do to place myself in certain events. So that's all good. Um, my advice to anyone who, so I'll preface this next statement. I've never liked the idea of running a meta list because I wanted to be unique and I wanted to be my own guy. And this is advice for someone who wants to place. Just have to swallow that. 
if you want to do well, you've got to run what works well. And I mean, sometimes it, unless you're Dave Grant, you've got something you know and you've repeated and you repeat, repeat, or Lila, and you know you repeat, 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 and you know it's surprised people that. If you want to be competitive and want to place and win stuff, you've got to maybe bite the bullet a little bit. Um, unless you're an outstanding player, which I don't, which I'm not, and you can run something that can because you're, you're Luke Cook, then that's the way it is. Yeah, but uh, you, you, you can just take variations of meta lists. Yeah. Like, like like, yeah. like like Chris Reese, like my commander, like my yep. commander Vader. There's, there's 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 lots of different versions of things that you can take that are still really really good. Um, you know because the you know obviously the 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 meta as such with Luke Cook's list has Dell and IG things like that. The main meta for Blizzard is Op Vader and Maggie, um, and then maybe not the HH12s. I think they've not really come into yeah. sort of main things. And there's, and there's lots of stuff that you can do. So don't think that list won a tournament. I must take that list. Um, but like they're on the right track. Um, well, it, if, yeah, exactly. You take, you can make variations and make it your own, but you've got to, if you're going to be competitive winner, maybe you've got to take that. Uh, thing. I think so that is also important. Um, cause I made this mistake, um, 2020 for the euros. I was in being myself and being list indecisive about what to take. And I'm probably doing a lot of practice games with taking Vader, who was probably not the greatest thing at the time, but I'd had probably 10, 15 reps of a list that I was fairly comfortable with, like 60% win rate. Not great, but I was like, oh, yeah. But then I saw Luke Cook won, um, I think it must have been LVO that year because um, I was practicing just before COVID kicked in. And... Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, I can see what's so good about this list. And I saw all the synergies for it. Like, it was um, Palpatine, uh, two Royal Guards, snipers, and a shotgun line. And it's like, if you pull the strings, you've essentially got four snipers a turn, yada, yada, yada. But I took that list to Euros. Um, and because I didn't have reps with his list, um, I, I lost my first game in there for because the strength of schedule um, didn't make the cut. But if I'd got probably gone with what I'd known, I probably wouldn't have had the same issue. And I think that's an important thing to always do is go with what you know or take a meta-ish list and tweak it to make it yours um, to, is more important. And that's into, you've kind of, yeah, that's kind of what I did. I know Republic, so I took what I know and then went to, and I specifically kitted up to deal with something that I did not want that I knew would deal with it. And then it just went, well, I'll be fine against other things. And the other things happen to be droids, and that works out quite well. Uh, the other thing, except for Blizzard Force, but that's because Blizzard Force is Blizzard Force. Uh, Tom, anything you want to add in, mate? No, I feel like uh, I feel like Ollie just got in your head, man. You succumbed to the mind games in turn zero. But he, what he did, what he did is he got his, his dad to watch, and his stepmom <laughs> was watching as well. And it was like... And my what, sorry? Is he, your dad's partner, yeah. stepmom. What I don't know what which, the, the, whatever the phrase was. So, yeah, yeah it's my dad's wife. There you go, your dad's wife. You, you, he had a, he had family watching. Oh, so you let him so, with? Yeah, I can't, <laughs> no. I can't, can't destroy. I can't let, can't kill a man when he's got his family watching. What you also failed to do was uh, take him out drinking the night before, because that's how you beat Ollie. Oh, God, yeah, because <laughs> you would have been game two <laughs> of taking him out the night before. Game one, yeah, he struggles he just, with. Yeah, game yeah, struggles with game, two, game two as he crashes yep. burns, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's it's well known. Although for the, for the listeners at home, uh, yes, my dad was watching, and he also sent me this message after I said that I'd beaten Cockles. Uh, he said, "Well done." He looked a defeated man. 
it's, I was, yeah, I was just, uh, I was just, uh, I, I was like, how do I deal with it? How do I deal with it? How do I deal with it? I don't know how to deal with it. I've not played Blizzard Force again. I've not played against it enough to, to know. But equally, I did say, if I do win, Ollie has much more to lose than I do, uh, and vice versa. So it's, it's quite like, I have nothing to lose if I lose. Ollie has everything to lose. So there we go. And that was Element Games. Really good fun. Uh, congratulations to everyone who took part. Uh, met some awesome people. Um, pro- uh, broke, broke my duck. I feel happy about that. Uh, so I came away very feeling very happy and fluffy about things. So there we go. Um, yeah, so that was Element. Um, if you have questions about tournaments and things, just feel free to pop us a message on Facebook, Discord, whatever, and ask us about if that's something you're running, we can offer advice and whatnot. I mean, if you even if you even message Ollie, we may even sponsor you. And that is part of being the patron supporter. We can sponsor, and that's the whole idea of being part of the Patreon gang. We can sponsor events um, and things like that, which we actually were sponsoring this event as well. So uh, Sam was very grateful because uh, his prize pool went from a few things to multiple more things, which was really cool to support that. And there was loads of cool first there as well. So all yeah. good so, stuff. As, as a side note for that, if you would like an event sponsoring, um, if you can word your message in this format, um, I just need to know where the event is, how many players the event is, and when the event is. That's all. That's all the information I need to know. You don't. You don't need to pay for postage um, for things being sent out. Um, but I allocate different prizes based on attendance numbers um, and just just a general few things like that. So uh, the more the, the more information I have, the better I can cater to you for for yeah. whatever your event needs are. Also, if it's um, like a first time event, the startup community thing as well would be good to know. Just like because if no one's there, if the, if it's a first time there and you're trying to get things off the ground. Just yeah, it's good to know that sort of jazz as well. But there we go. Um, moving on, uh, what did I say was next earlier on? I think that was lists submitted, submitted lists uh, because we didn't get a chance to talk about them in the previous uh, show uh, because we just we 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 chatted about twenty minutes of Legion and then just forty minutes of absolute nonsense. Um, the first list that we've got today is called Torn Deloreans. It is nine activations with 800 points, and it's a rebel list, because we haven't talked about rebels enough today, so I thought, why not? The list consists of Un-Rebel Officer, Dinjarin, with Situational Awareness, Up Close and Personal, his Flame Projector, his Jetpack, and his Amban. This person who sent this is a big fan of the Amban, and so am I, because it doesn't work for him. Uh, they uh, Sabine Wren, with Situational Awareness, Prepared Supplies, with Grapple 9, and the Darksaber. Uh, Clan Wren with Tristan, Ursula, and Situation and Awareness. Mandalorian Resistance uh, with the Best Guide Duelist, Situation and Awareness, the Rockets, and the Transponder. Uh, Tontons, two Rebel uh, with Tenacity, uh, two Rebel Troopers, and one Fleet Troopers. Uh, one Fleet Trooper, so they are Torn DeLoreans. Um, the Command Hand is Explosions. This is the way, similar to Rebellion. I like those odds. Legs of Mandalore and Whistling Birds. So basically Sabines and Dinjarin. So no no assault in there because assault's quite cool to put in sometimes. And well he's eight hundred points. I don't think he's ever gonna be blue, but I'll put the 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 the, the deck, which is recover, bombing run, breakthrough, intercept, long march, major offensive, advanced positions and disarray, minefield, fortified, supply drop, and clear conditions. Uh Tom, you don't play rebels, so I'm gonna ask you first. What do you like about this list? Um, I like all the Mandalorians, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm a bit unsure 
about having the generic Mandalorian squad. I, I'd maybe swap that out for another Tonton, so you've got more eggs in the aggressive Tonton basket. But maybe that's just me. I, mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like the Ambam. I've never, I've never managed to get that to work over the spear personally. I feel like the so, spear turns him a bit into a Jedi, minus the context force powers. On this. This was sent in from a young lad from Essex called Andreas Killy. He sent this in, uh, and I've played against him when he has played Din Djarin and Din Zamban Rifle, and in four turns, he never got it to work. Was it four turns or four, three turns? Either way, the whole game, the Amban Rifle never worked when he was trying to shoot at uh, Padme, when I ran a Padme Saber Sank list. Didn't work, and it was just, I'm going to do this. Didn't work. I'm going to do this. Didn't work. And it was hilarious. Um... So he's kept and it I've more seen, a stubbornness, right? Yeah, because uh, I've seen him use it at another event and it still did the same thing, I think. So it's like <laughs> Din's Amban rifle might work, but Killy's rifle, Amban rifle does not. Um, Ollie, what do you reckon? You're a rebel expert, veteran? What do you want to call it? Go for it. I, I think one Tonton is pointless. Um, I think you need, you either, you're either on one, or you're either on none, or you're on three. Um, I don't think there's any middle ground because you either need to lean all into the boat um, of speed. I also don't think that, like, I don't think you need Din in there at all. Um, you know, the, the singular bounty is is cool, but I think Sabine is is a rocks is a rock solid character on her own, and I would much rather. I think I think I'd probably get more use out of additional Tontons than Din um, in in this list because you, you you're a very fast mobile speed three list. I was about um, to say, aren't all the, and, all the all the Mandalorians are, and the Tontons are all speed three, aren't they? They are, yeah. But Din with that Amban rifle, like I said, if 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 you take Spear on him, maybe, but then you're over eight hundred points. I think because Spear is more than uh, Amban rifle, isn't it? I think Spear is like fifteen, maybe. Um, so you you drop Din, you take another Tonton, and then you either take an additional Rebel Trooper and get yourself up to ten activations. Uh, maybe you could see if you could fit a strike team in there. Um, if you bear with me, like just like two minutes, I'm gonna see if I can rock something on Legion uh, and see if I can put something together. So bear yeah. with me. All, uh, and Andy, what are your thoughts? Because you nodded your head on some things. I I think that specifically the Tonton thing. Yeah, I think um Tauntons kind of fall under the same bracket as um Wookiees and things. You need multiples for threat saturation because one of them you can just deal with easily. When you've got two or three, um one to two of them are going to make the melee. The when it's just a single one, they're not going to make it, especially when you're loading them up with tenacity. Um, I'll spend turn one killing the tauntauns, and then turns two onwards killing your, uh, the mandos. I think um, if you did drop them, I would just take another unit of Mandalorians. Um, I like the generics; um, they run the same issue as the shadow collective ones. If you haven't sacrificed your child to a dice god then you are prone to losing them quite quickly. <laughs> Does that, that mean, is... are you alluding to the fact that Ollie may have had a child in the past and that's why he's won games because he sacrificed a child to the dice gods? Oh, completely. He oh, had okay. many children and uh, now has none. <laughs> it's a very, this is very Greek mythology era. <laughs> but um, my main question for Mr. Killy is, um, and I think I can pick out why, but I don't see the synergy of it, is situational awareness on the generics because they don't get a dodge token um, unless you're taking the dodge action or spending that transponder. If you're spending the transponder for a dodge because they have nimble, 
then you spend eight points for one turn. Um, and that and that's it. So you're spending eight points for to, to have to use that one turn only. So I get I get it on Clan Ren, but a, not on. To clarify, to clarify, a rules mm-hmm. a, a rules thing. Situation awareness. Uh, sorry, the, the nimble does not work with transpond emergency transponder. The you can spend the emergency transponder to to spend the dodge. Yep. Oh, sorry, gain a dodge because you don't um, as long as you've got no order. And then from that point on, because you've got a dodge, you can then spend the situational awareness. But when you, you've got a dodge, yeah. Does oh, so, but, but yeah, it's so not put, cash. That's what you're. I think you're thinking. That's what I'm thinking. So, like, yeah, do you get? Yeah, yeah do you, yes. Do you get the dodge through that, and can you spend it? There? Okay, yeah, I'm with you. Right, that's why I was trying to clarify my brain. Yeah, so that's why you can only use it for one turn. Um, so. I think if you, I, I don't think the transponder is a bad thing for taking it from an aim perspective, but you could save them four points on the situational, um, and that then gets you the torn, uh, replacing the torn torns of another Mando squad, and then maybe even the Ambam rifle, uh, upgrading it to a spear. Yep. Uh, the other one as well is for me, just as a this is just a me thing. I I would I would not leave home without um, Sabine Shield. That recharges one at the end of a turn. Her recover gives it back as well. So she just has that extra hit point for me. That's just a. I think it's not. I think it's not a bad thing. I, I would try and take that where possible. But that's just me. That's as a defense, more of a defensive kind of mindset that I have. Yeah, well, he's taken prepared supplies though, hasn't he? So yeah, Ollie has uh, potentially completed his variation on this. So let's brace yourself. So uh, again, like it, it, I'm not. I'm not necessarily saying that this is better, but this is what I think could work quite well. So you take a Rebel Officer naked, Sabine with prepared supplies, Electro Grappling Line and the Darksaber. I don't think she needs situational. She's got Mando saves, so I think it's a, a waste of points. Double double naked Tom Riders. Um, then you've got Clam Ren with Tristan, Ursa and situational, because I think they do benefit more from it. Um, then you've got Mandalorian, one Mandalorian resistance with a Beskar Duelist and Jetpack Rockets. And then a naked Mandalorian resistance, and then two naked Rebel troopers, and one naked fleet troopers for a total of seven hundred and ninety-nine ten activations. Um, but you've, you're up to three, four, five, six speed three units, um, and you can just go all in on the um, all in on the just try and hide, and then just make sweeping dives. There you go. And so that is the potential that could work. So I look forward to seeing that. We'll keep uh, Ollie. If you take a screenshot of that, we'll get that saved so you can be referenced back to the to the young lad who sent that in um next up is another list so we have this from uh from gentleman jay who is a member of our patreon supporting family and it is an imperial list that is not dark troopers so here we go it is darth this is 797 points 10 activations darth vader dark lord of the sith uh Force push, burst of speed, force choke, improvised orders. Two shore troopers with T21B. A snow trooper with Del Miko. Uh, two mortars. Three scout snipers. And IG-88 with Hunter. And his deck is... Uh, uh, one, two... So, implacable, Vader's might, fear and dead men. A machine for killing. Master of Evil, darkness descends. So, all, all Vader's bar one, pip two, for IG-88. Uh, the deck is key position, intercept, hostage, sabotage. The clear conditions, minefield, supply drop rapid. AP, battle lines, major offensive, and the long march. Long march is an interesting one, though. I'm not quite sure why that's there, because 
Vader is not exactly quick, but that's just me. Um, Andy, you can start on this one first because you're the Imperial veteran, so far away. <laughs> Ollie's face when you say that. Um, You've played longer than him. You're the Imperial veteran. This is the way it is. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I think uh, overall it's a really nice list. Um, I think my only issue is in the Dark Trooper matchup. If Vader can get into the Dark Troopers, I think he's going to rip them apart as he does. But um, there is zero impact and you're relying on natural crits either from IG-88 or the Shore Troopers. Um, I think that's my only real complaint against it. It's a nice, real solid gun line um, against um, uh, like Blizzard Force. You're kind of relying on the snipers to kind of pick off some bikes or some HRUs. So I think you've got an okay enough matchup um, and you've got IG-88 to kind of um, keep them scared. I would probably contemplate um, dropping Vader's Might, potentially, but if you're doing that, then you've also got to drop Hostage, personally, um, for IG's uh, one pip. So you could shoot Jedi and they can't spend green tokens because that is disgusting, um, stopping them from spending any tokens whatsoever. And it might get you the bounties. So it's just a, a slight amendment, but it'd have to be something I'd play test to see if it is ever worthwhile doing. So yeah, um, I don't know what, what's your opinions on it, Tom, as a, a non as the next best Empire player on the team. <laughs> um, I think having, I mean, any time you can have four range five snipers is uh, is pretty good. Which I think that's probably why there's long march in there. Um, but it just feels like a strong a strong gun line with Vader, um, which can't really go wrong, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that I think that you've got more critical than just on the shores because you've still got the mortars that have got um, natural critical as well. Um, and I think that's what um, you've, you've generally got to lean in on against Dark Troopers. Now, again, the points update is coming at some point, and I do expect to see not Dark Troopers, but Dark Trooper heavies to go up in points. Um more than more than anything else, um, I think it's a I think it's a solid list. Again, the long march is the wrong list if you're running Commander Vader, regardless of having snipers or not, because Vader is much more worthwhile than your three sniper squads. He can do far more damage. I think that Fear and Dead Men is an odd choice um, if you're going to take the long march. Um, but if you remove that again, Fear and Dead Men is better because you're kind of just heading up the table. Um, I don't think there's ever a reason. That you take out Vader's might, like Andy said, unless you remove hostage, as it's just too good. Implacable is really good. Um, I think IG88's again more of a support character than a command card requiring character, um, and I think Vader Vader's cards are what makes him um, the level that he is. I think the counter to it was you take Bosk because you Vader's two pips are worse because obviously you're not going to need his um, new ways to motivate them. Yeah, so then that you could then take Bosk's two pip, and then I you could look at dropping Master of Evil because it's, um, to take the uh, Bosk's three pip as well for line and weight if you wanted to. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, it's, and that's better than dropping the two one, uh, Vader's one pips. Yeah, Vader's one pips are really good. And then, yeah, I think it's I think you do want fear and dead men for the turn after you burst in there, um, because that 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 really does keep him alive. Uh, less so now with the combat changes to to surges, but if he's out in the open, 
dodging and surging back Vader. Um, sorry, not surging back, blanking back Vader is uh, is always good. I am not going to offer anything onto this because I don't consider myself to have been an Imperial expert. What I will say, though, is if I were looking at the scene across the table and go, I, my brain goes, where uh, goes, how do I take out Vader and how do I deal with IG-88? Is he going to, and that's my, they're my two that I sit there and go, because I, while I can whittle down short, uh, core troops and the strike and the snipers, is a case of how am I going to take out Vader? Let's see what I can do here. If I'm running the list that I ran last time, I'm probably using the Barks to try and take out the strike teams, but I'm going to try and take them out while avoiding the T21B and the mortar, fire supporting into them because the, the Barks don't like a lot of dice against them. I, that's my, that's I, my I only thing I, I can think of, really. I don't need you. I don't need. I don't think you need to worry about taking out both. You need to just pick one at the start of the game to focus on, yeah. uh, because because it's it's unlikely that you are going to take out eight wounds of Vader and potentially seven wounds of IG eighty eight, um, like altogether in a game, or it's going to be very difficult to do so. So, and this this is the thing. So, big threats you can just feed them small units at a time. Um, and hope that it takes them a little while to churn through that whilst the rest of your army goes through other stuff. Yeah. Um, whereas if you try and focus on both but don't successfully kill either, um, then they're both hitting you, which is where you lose games. Yeah, and I think that's the that's a mantra for anyone looking, anyone thinking about how do I take out like a double Jedi list or a double double big pointed list, if that makes sense. So that's so where I played uh, game one maybe with Dooku Maul. I decided I'll ignore Maul. I'll go after Dooku when Dooku comes in because Maul was playing, was hiding around the back and swinging around. I just stayed away from him and just killed Dooku. So it's just that's, that was the decision. The other decision is normally like if you play someone with a heavy, ignore the heavy and shoot the things that score objectives. Shoot the thumbs. That's that's a, a, a general rule for those who, if they see heavies and they're scared of them, if you've got something to deal with it, go for it. If you've not got anything to deal with it, just turtle up, protect yourself, and go for go for the things that's going to score the uh, the objectives and not the heavy, yeah. like the ATST or a bus or whatever that sort of thing. Unless it's going to plonk itself on an objective, in which case you're screwed. Because that's a new piece of information there that's uh, needs refreshed in my brain. Um, so there we go. Um, we also put out the word out there for some questions for the show. Uh, I'm going to pick out a couple now um, because why not? Um, ha- oh, probably want to go on that Discord thing there. Let's see what we got. Let's see who posed an interesting question. Will there be another box, uh, Battle Force box, do we think? Um, because we've seen that Ewoks are coming out separately. Do we think there'll be an individual box, i.e. Shadow Collective, Blizzard, blah, 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 all that? Maybe. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, I, th- I think I think Geonosians will come out as a proper set. Um, because I think, uh, as far as I know, most the majority of the command cards are coming in like wickets box, right? Um, with Ewoks. So, and I don't think they're getting any specific special forces. Um, I think they're just getting the heavy, the six core, um, and then it'll be an array of characters that you can take with them, uh, another unit. So I think, I think Tempest Force is going to be the same. Um, I don't think they're going to release much in the way of new stuff for Tempest Force. I, I can't even think what you could release for Tempest Force that would be new, because um, that's going to be the uh, the alternate to uh, to the Ewok Battle Force. So I feel like they'll just do that, like Remnant, right? It would just be an online PDF, maybe some command cards. Yeah, yeah, maybe some command cards. I'm, I'm hoping that you see Aiden in there. 
Iden bikes. Um, ISF. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know what else you're really gonna you're gonna throw in there other than your storms, ATSTs, bikes, and Iden. So it's just gonna be Blizzard Force, but with Iden and no Vader. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and there was a question about what might the top three be at UKG, but I think we'll wait for that one until we may because they said there's gonna be a points drop at the end of May. So we'll see what happens and if there's an impact. If not, it's gonna be a combination of Blizzard Force and Imperial Remnant, and then maybe a maybe a Republic five first in there or something like that. Um, that's probably about right. Anyone disagree? Agree? Yeah, I think I think if they get their act together and actually put out the the stuff in May, then there will be um, some changes. But at the moment, I'm still just sat here angrily waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, so that's that's listing. So if you have any questions about, if you have lists and things, feel free to drop us a list and on the on, or if you're a member of our Patreon, we you can. Ask us, get some one-to-one feedback and advice, and hopefully we, I say we, Andy and Ollie, can improve your game, because Tom and I are doing that. Um, well, maybe we might. And maybe mine is how not to do things, or for me and Tom, that sort of thing. <laughs> I feel um, like your so, advice yeah. is listen to Andy. Yeah, my advice, listen to Andy and Ollie, depending on your faction. Uh, I mean, if someone has any Republic, Republic requests and advice, they could... Uh, Ask an expert. I mean, I might be able to point them in the right way of Mike Reese, and that, that would be the suggestion. I'm, 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 I'm sorry, but his name is Dora the Explorer, and I will not sorry. accept anything else. Dora Reese, uh, and also I'm just going to point out there: is it something about having the surname Reese R E E S that you have to wear shorts everywhere? I think so because you you, you sent something to Discord the other day saying guess the Reese. Yeah, just because, just because, <laughs> and, and, by the, and by the way, by the way, to people listening, he didn't ask Chris if he could do this. He just started taking a pic- pictures of Chris's legs. Yeah, why not? <laughs> hey, people pay good money for that. Exactly. <laughs> those knees. Oh yeah. There we go. <laughs> those pasty um, knees. knees. Right. First off, uh, events. Um, I'm just going to shout out some. So I've just got uh, Jeff Porritt's calendar of joy up. I'm just going to shout out some stuff before we have some other in, uh, things that we're more directly involved with. Uh, first off, um, Milton Keynes War Games Workshop on the 27th. Andy, you've got one there, isn't it? That's you, that's you in it. That is me. That's you. So you sold out yet or not? Uh, yeah, all sold out. Oh, fair play. Um, Didn't even have to advertise it. Okay, it fair, just fair enough. Uh, the next one on the same day, if you are more north, uh, you can go to Fanboy 3, uh, Fanboy 3 in Manchester, which is a world qualifier. That is a world qualifier on the 27th of May in Manchester. At Fanboy 3, if you contact Justin Reed, he'll be the guy to speak to there. Um, on the 21st, there is a, a there's an event at uh, Inspired Gaming Club, uh, Inspired Gaming uh, in Peterborough. Um, on the 28th, you have Entoyment War, Entoyment War Gaming and Hobby in Pool in, in Bournemouth. Uh, sorry, Pool in Dorset. Uh, I'm trying to remember the counties down there. That's it. Yep, so Pool in Dorset, they have one down there. Um, I'll be honest, I can't remember who to contact for that, but if you look on Jeff Jeff's thing, the information's there. Um, also, there is another Worlds qualifier on the twenty eighth at Nottingham Seventh City Games. So, if you don't, if you can't, if you fail on the Manchester, you can nip over to Nottingham and try there. Or the following weekend, but we'll have a sh- uh, which will be the weekend we have a, a, a show before then. But the following weekend, UKG Worlds qualifier two day event. Andy, tell us more. Yeah, so uh, if you're intending to come and haven't bought your ticket, I would hurry up. There are, as of this moment, five tickets remaining, um, and that will be a fully sold-out 64-man event. Um, 
we are running it from Friday the 2nd of June um, to Saturday the 3rd. Um, it is a six rounds straight. Um, it's full Swiss, so there is no top cut. So for £16 plus your UK Games Expo ticket, which I think is £34, um, so it's £50 total essentially, um, you get six full games of Legion, you get the regional prize kit of all of the promo cards that they've leaked and shown, um, which will be like <laughs> the Ewok cards. So you'll have the Ewok unit card before you have the physical Ewoks. Um, the most important thing, really, uh, that's not necessarily the most important thing. The most important thing is getting six games of Legion in. Um, but the top prize is obviously uh, flights and accommodation, potentially. Um, don't hold me to that, but there is a benefit for the winner. Um, but the top four are getting world tickets. The, the reason why I'm a bit hesitant about uh, hotel and stuff, I think they're changing the terms of it. But first place gets something better than the other three, obviously. But they haven't really clarified what it is. Yeah, and I'm I'm still waiting to hear back from. So that is the Friday and Saturday of the basically the first weekend of June. Correct. Um, but if you can't make that because I can't because it's a Friday and work. Actually, no, it's not work. That day, I actually, have Hallie. My wife is working, and uh, we ha- and I have Hallie. I have my daughter, so I'll have a, a dad and daughter day, which is nice. So I'm sure. going to go gaming. I'm going to go gaming on Saturday instead. I'm sure Andy. Uh, I'm sure Andy could babysit whilst you play. Uh, no, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's fine. No, 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 uh, no. no as much as it's, that will be it's really... fine because you'll be out by uh, first round so <laughs> <you can go laughs> yeah right <laughs> you know that meme of the little ginger kid like going <laughs> that's exactly what I want to send there but I, I mean something that is important to note is um, if we don't have 6-4 players or there's a, a potential no-show after the full sellout if we have one to two people not turn up then there is the potential for the winner to be 5-1 and one. So don't just drop if you if you're being mega competitive and you lose your first game at any point during the day, it, um, you could still win the event with a loss. It's said to be really important unless we have all sixty four turn up on the day with no drops, then we will need full six rounds to determine the winner. But otherwise, there there is a chance that you could lose a game and still win the event. I mean, Luke Cook went and won worlds and lost a game, didn't he? Exactly. So there we go. Uh, so that's that. But if you're not able to make that, and you uh, are just able for a three free game, three games, uh, Tom, you've got something going on in High Wycombe. Yeah, at Tabletop Republic in High Wycombe, we've got a uh, three round tournament that's a twelve man event, uh, but that is also sold out. So if you haven't bought a ticket, uh, you have to come to the next one. But um, we have got a TO kit, an OP kit, even so. Um, we're going to be using a world's invite at the next one. So you have to watch this space for when we're doing that one. Um, and we should have a streaming table as well um, on that Saturday. Uh, I will be attending that one because I've got the, I've got the day pass. So um, that'd be fun. Uh, we can have a little a moon up meetup. It's nice. Good, like Ollie and I had, so that's good. Um, so that's cool. That's all good. Uh, after that, I'm trying to think of dates. Was after that is Ollie. What is it? It's the TNM Open, isn't it? Uh, not this one's not the TNM Open. The TNM Open will be uh, a weekend in September, uh, most likely. Uh, this is just the TNM. That's no moon. A Star Wars Legion qualifier. It's a, it. uh, it's a Battlefield Hobbies over in Daventry. Um, it is a 32 player. I am maybe getting a few extra tables in there um, to make it up to 36. I'm just waiting on confirmation of that. Um, 30, 32 to 36 player event uh, 
two days, six rounds. There'll be a world's ticket on the line, um, best painted awards, lots of promos, dice, sealed product prizes. Um, there'll be a streaming table each match, and there will of course be a bounty board on cockles, very specifically, plus a bounty board on a few on a few extra bits. Um, Just to uh, a parry, can we put a bounty board on you as well? Uh, so yeah. I, I, I am tentatively down as playing at the moment. Um, if we get enough interest to completely sell out the event, then I will drop um, to give the ticket to somebody else. Um, as staying wrong, I will be traveling around the circuits. I'll be at Nottingham end of the month. Uh, I'll be at UK Games Expo. Um, so you know, I have plenty of opportunities to go and qualify for a ticket. So um, if people don't want to play against me, come to the event. Uh, and make sure it gets sold out. At the moment, we have sold. Just let me double check. Uh, we have Quite sold. Yeah, twenty twenty four tickets have gone so far. Um, with I know more people wanting to come, so do make sure you get your tickets fast. It is thirty five pounds if you're a Patreon member, forty pounds if you're not. No lunch provided, uh, but there's plenty of stuff to do around. We will also be having a little social on the Saturday night in Daventry. There's a couple of good bars, pubs. Um, so do come down, bring your drinking goggles. Uh, uh, we'll go. We'll, we'll go have a fun one. Is there the special thing happening? Is the karaoke happening? Uh, if I can find one, yes. Uh, bear with me. Just a small town girl living it. No, no. <laughs> oh wow, impressive. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so there's that. Uh, there, so you got the, the that's no moon Star Wars Legion uh, qualifier. Then. Another major after that that we are involved with, but more Andy. This is his thing. This is his baby. Uh, August. MKGT. I mean, um, you announced something this week, and it made me go. <laughs> yeah, um, there's been a, a lot of going on um, behind the scenes of the of the team running it, and the the two man <laughs> man and woman team running the event. We have managed to secure the extra tables and stuff that we needed um, to expand MKGT from 64 players to 96. Um, so we put the tickets on site. If you were on the waiting list, we have reached out to you. Please check your DMs. Um, we gave you about four or five days uh, prior notice to purchase your tickets. Um, but as of six o'clock tonight, so about three hours ago, um, we put the tickets on general sale with the announcement there are already less than 20 left. So although we've added 32 tickets, we've already sold 12 within 24, uh, well, within three hours. So please bear that in mind. Obviously, if you're coming from international, uh, reach out to me. Um, I can help with accommodation flights and travel arrangements, well, help with travel arrangements. I'm not paying for it, but yeah, I was say, uh, <laughs> Andy's bank account is not paying for that. No, um, but yeah, um, we're obviously thanks to um, Sanctuary Gaming. Really, they're the the main reason for being able to expand the event. They're lending us tables and mats, um, and uh, a bit of the community as well. A big thank thank you to everyone who's offering extra tables to us. Um, that's really helping. It's been a big I, demand for this. I hope to make a table just for fun because it's a good challenge to do. I mean, I can have it there. I mean, if you think it's shit, we won't use it. I mean, I've just worn again, but we just, I mean, PG, PG, it's fine. Two swears. If you think it's crap, we'll just get rid. But uh, it's fine. It's, I think it's just something fun. I think it's amazing we're having a 96 because that makes, still maintains you as the biggest Legion event runner about. 
Yeah, I mean, not to. Uh, I'm struggle to go up to bed in a minute if I, my head's too big. But yeah, we're running obviously um, the UK Games Expo. Obviously, that's now going to overtake MKGT uh, for the time being as the UK's largest event. Uh, with it currently having 59 tickets sold, um, but then obviously come um, August, MKGT will take the lead again. Um, but obviously, all of these events are being run by me. Um, and obviously, uh, various people helping me behind the scenes. Uh, thank you very much, wife. Um, yeah, shout out, Louisa. Well done. <laughs> there you go. Um, interestingly, she has tasked me with something to do as well. So um, she said, could I uh, look, sort out social arrangements for post things? So if you're interested and want to just like hang out with everybody, uh, I will be looking to do something um, like a, 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 meal, a meal followed by a bar um, is what the general address yeah. will be. And I will... I will make inquiries with local establishments. It won't be Brewdog. Just put that out there now. <laughs> so, yeah, you free to on... get drunk in a pub anymore. So if you're free on the 12th and 13th of August this year, um, then uh, go and purchase a ticket before they sell out again because I don't think we'll be able to expand to 128. Um... <laughs> that you think. But yeah, we'll see. We yeah. shall see. Um, so yeah, so that's cool. So calling all international visitors... If you want to come see the heights and sights of Milton Keynes, now's your chance to do it. Um, there we go. So that's that. Um, so that's the major events coming up. We, we, we will refresh your brains uh, with in the future show about things like that happening. Uh, other things that are happening is um, I am running a little community project in amongst the whole of the Discord. So if you are a content creator uh, playing Legion and, and you have an interest in American football, I want to hear from you because uh, myself, as in TNM uh, and other creators, including Stabcast, uh, Bombad Generals, I believe said yes, I can't remember now. Yeah, uh, um, and likely guys from Fifth Trooper, uh, even though they haven't got back to me just yet. But I mean, Evan was like, uh, Tim was like, yeah, it's probably going to happen. Just they just don't get through the messages yet. And various others. We're going to start a fantasy football league where um, entrants represent obviously their content creation creation. And the idea is that the winning team uh, for the American Football League would then be able to nominate a charity and the rest of the entrants will be giving money to said charities. Now, it's very much in its infancy, this little idea, but the idea is that because what makes this game brilliant, and I think all three of you agree, what makes this game brilliant is the community that's involved as opposed to um, other gaming systems communities where they, I mean, they're still cool, but like this one's, I mean, this one feels a bit special in that we've all made, but I've, I've rare that you'll see anyone have a negative experience and, and and leave the game that sort of thing but the idea is that we as a community can get together as creators we can talk about each other's work um talk about like for the truth but we can talk about legion 99 uh, keegan's on board with that he's already said yes um we can talk about the stuff the day they do we can stop talk about um the charities that they want to support and why they want to support them and, and then potentially it might get some interest and someone might sponsor the charity we pick or the charity they pick as an extra because that's generally how this community works they see something they like something they donate to it uh so the idea is we're going to do that and it will pick up some publicity for um content creators and the charities involved now it's very much in its infancy we haven't picked our charity yet i'm sure it'll be something that is well all charities meaningful well worth worthwhile and i'm sure it will be for the same for the others involved but if you're a content creator uh reach out to me please and get involved uh if you have an american like i say if you have an interest in american football or if you don't and you want to learn it's a fun game ollie played last year in a little fun league i made that has like me keegan 
Timbo, uh, LJ, and various others. And I'm, Ollie went and nearly bloody won it, didn't he? Yeah, I came third. I'm still in it this year. Yeah. You're still in it. Yeah, the draft is happening right now I'm, and all that jazz. So, yeah, it's, I've got, it's, it's, I've got, it's good I've got, fun. I've got LJ messaging me as soon as my draft pick comes up because he's like, come on, I want to pick, I want to pick. Yeah, exactly. And it's, so it's fun to have all these guys involved and it'll be something similar again. And you'll hear from us probably as it's, when the American football season kicks off because it's something to whinge and moan about and uh, and or gloat because what's quite funny is you can have some Brits who play it, their game and then the Yanks will sit there and say, ha ha, we beat you at our game, all that jazz. So, And then eventually I'll do one for Fantasy Football Premier League as well um, and I'll try and make that. What I'll do is I'll probably make that an open to all. Um, chat all, all money goes to charity when it gets a pot or something, that sort of thing. Um, watch the space because it's all fun about the community. Talking of community, if people want to reach out to us, Tom, where can people find you if they want to find you? Uh, they can find other, me other than in High Wickham. <laughs> I actually don't live in High Wickham, so you know you can oh, you can say that as much as you like. <laughs> um, you can find me on the Discord, uh, Tom Smithy Smith, which is the most unoriginal name ever. Um, also on Instagram at Star Wars Legion UK. I've uh, been running that account for a long time now. Um, and if you want to play any games that we're going to do uh, battle reports on, just reach out. Probably the Discord is the best place because that's what, what you do. YouTube channel now. YouTube you can, channel. You can also check us out on YouTube, <laughs> which is That's No Moon. Um, that's No Moon Pod. Uh, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, like that. that's, oh. not that's not <laughs> I was just oh, about oh, to look oh, it oh, up. He's panicking. <laughs> I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's no moon pod or TNM <laughs> pod. Tom, Tom, Tom you fired. That's it. Yeah, instantly uh, gone. If, if anyone else is interested, we're looking for a video content. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Tom's done a great job. Um, Ollie, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on the Discord, uh, CBT3 That's No Moon. Uh, you can always also message the Facebook page, and I will generally respond, unlike Andy. Um, and Carlos will also uh, generally throw things back back and forth as well. Um, yeah. And because he's not a man of the people, Andy, who how can people contact you and, and ignore you? Once you again, what once again, folks? Street corners, Peterborough, nine pm onwards. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere, somewhere in Peterborough is a web ma- web-fitted man. He can find you. I heard if you rub your knees three times, Andy appears. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you can find me on Facebook as Andrew Terrell. Um, I'm on uh, the Discord channel uh, with the That's No Moon, the Fifth Trooper, and MKGT tags all against AJST because um, I apparently get around in the Legion community. Um, and also, since we are Team UK is in the oven-based team league. Um, the That's No Moon podcast Twitch channel is also streaming games. Um, it's also where we'll be streaming our um, live event games from as well. So we're trying to build that up as well, and we'll hopefully start investing in some hopefully better equipment. Yeah, and to finalise, if you want to become a Patreon supporter, uh, you can find us on Patreon forward slash That's No uh, Patreon dot com forward slash That's No Moon. Uh, where you can get involved and help support the podcast. It's because of you that we've been able to expand our abilities and get some video content going and be able to attend these things to be able to, like Tom's got the equipment to do things, all this jazz. It's because of that support we're able to do things and the more support we get, the more we can do tables and then support and put it back into the community with the sponsorships and events and all this sort of jazz. I'd like to stress also that it is not just a UK sponsor. If, you are in an, if you're in an event in Poland, Germany, we, uh, looking to start there, 
we're more than on board to try and to like help grow your community and all this it suggests so poland france spain holland uh kev jones i'm looking at you if you want to grow the holland game mate um italy whatever i mean if you, and then when we want to come over to italy you, we stay at your house yeah that's how it works or like a nice sunny holiday all that jazz yeah um i'm joking this but anyway like i say any support if you give us we look to give back to the community as uh, as and when we can all that jazz um i'm cockles uh, you can find me cockles faulkner uh, on discord you can find me cockles faulkner on facebook you can find me uh, uh ranting uh, about uh, on twitter ranting about eurovision because what a f- i can't believe sweden won as if finland didn't win absolutely disgraceful germany man they had the best song ever no it's finland if it, uh, how can you say germany it was finland 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 had the best cha 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 um with the green with the bloke with the pirate thing with the pirate oh, i didn't mind but yeah anyway you can find me on and things generally under cockles Faulkner. and i've also changed my discord finally re- learned how to do it so it says cockles Faulkner. that's no moon so that will shut up all up so yeah there we go um yeah, and that's been episode thirteen. And the fact of the day that about Tom is but he scored an interna- in an international hockey match against Canada in a ten one loss. So there you go, you both were correct. He did score in ice hockey. He didn't save two penalties against the Walker, nor was he the understudy to Oliver. No. So there you go. <laughs> anyway. Uh that's been that that's, uh, we've been that's no moon, episode thirteen. Thank you very much for listening. Look forward to hearing from you. Uh you take care, be safe, bye bye. You've been listening to That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast. To keep up to date with us, please like and follow us on Facebook, That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast, and Instagram, That's No Moon podcast.